look like the fucking Unabomber, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's great. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, fine. I have no qualms uh, about that. <laughs> Jesus. Um, well, cool. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you you've got a nice little lineup for us here. I was able to go through everything. Um, oh, sweet! I did, and then I forgot it all. So I'm just gonna fake it most of the way. You're you're a liar. You're a liar. It's it's, it's um, all gonna it'll all be hot takes on my end. Whatever. That's not true. You picked out all the articles, so I'm assuming you I read did, part of them at least. At, at one time, I did read them all. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Past. In the last in the week, probably. Like, come on. Easily, um, easily in the last week. That doesn't mean anything's still sticking around. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm I'm excited to roll. Well, um, good. So, what are you drinking then? What am I drinking? Um, I'm actually drinking a a semi-local uh, Illinois brew from Distill oh, Brewery, and I can't remember. Uh, they're based out of normal Illinois. I can't remember what else they they have that I regularly like. It's 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 one of their IPAs, but but this is a a their Deadhead IPA series, and it's called Extended Ooh. Jam Hazy IPA. And um, I, I was back in my hometown uh, the other day, that uh, kind of visiting my my mother, and uh, I popped into the local liquor store, and they had this uh, in in one of their coolers, and I was like, I'll try that. I like hazies, and it's fucking amazing. Um, nice. it's, uh, they, they've got it all laid out here. You know, it's inspired by their favorite music. I'm assuming the Grateful Dead. Um, it's got Mosaic, Galena and El Dorado hops. Um, Ooh. and it's, I mean, it's just a very nice, uh, hazy IPA. Um, it's like not, it's like not too strong, has a little bit of kind of, um, oh, they, they said floral. I'm kind of thinking like citrus, um they they said stone fruits whatever that is um kind of like like hints of grapefruit what what is it stone fruit yeah 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 so kind of i mean so i'm getting like a little bit of grapefruit almost kind of tartness but then it's got a nice a nice uh strong finish to it and it gets not too strong it's like six six point six i think but you can't you can't tell Right, um, six point eight percent alcohol, um, and actually got the IBUs printed here too, fifty-five IBUs, and they're sixteen-ounce cans, and it's just good. It's cool. It's a black can with like a a you know Grateful Dead kind of skull guy with the beard on it, and uh, so the can looks cool. The beard tastes great, and if you're into hazy IPAs and you're looking for for something special, um, they're selling these in four packs. Um, and hey, if you're in Illinois, you, you might be able to get a hold of this. <laughs> I don't know if so they have you, wide dis- distribution. Are you are you ready to are you ready to feel really dumb and no. even more in, incensed incensed by uh, craft breweries and the uh, and the jackassery that craft places engage in? Where you know it's like, oh, it's a stone fruit, right? You want to know what a stone fruit yeah. is? What a the stone fruit? Stone fruit? Any, a, a stone fruit is any fucking fruit that has a fleshy outside with a hard pit in the middle. AKA peaches. <laughs> ah, there you go. AKA it, plums. AKA it, cherries. AKA. It might be a peach. That might be what apricots, it is. Mangoes. Lychees. I don't know what that is. 
the, the more I think about it, it's, it's like it's like mango or peach, maybe, or maybe nectarine, like because it, it doesn't have that uh, biting great grapefruit, um, like super dupe. tart thing going on. Uh, but yeah, that, that is again great terminology there, Jason. That's marketing, man. Um, Olives are stone fruits. What the fuck? Really? I guess because they got a pit in them. Technically, hmm. coconuts are stone fruits. It's what definitely not fuck? coconut. It, it might be nectarines. Anyway, it's good. Go drink it. <laughs> Jason, what are you drinking tonight? <laughs> I'm just drinking some 312 uh, from Goose Island, which is bright lemony, bright lemony and a bit hazy. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with 312. <laughs> no, it's good. I'm, I'm still grumbling about the the stone fruit. <laughs> the stone fruit. Oh, I should never read you that blurb. <laughs> that's going to gall the shit out of me for like the next couple hours. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> well, yeah, because I was like, what the fuck is the stone fruit? Like, I'm like, I don't know. It, t- it tastes kind of like, like you said, kind of bitter-ish with a little tart to it. And <laughs> What's a stone fruit? But I, there, there are full notes to it. It's good, though. It's good. It's a good beer. Um, and if you're digging hazy as much as, as we've been uh, digging it, you know, and you want to support a, a local uh, craft brewery uh, distill, it's a D-E-S-T-I-H-L, Distill Brewery um, out of Normal, Illinois, which is uh, the sister city to Bloomington. So if you're not from around here, but you've heard of Bloomington, Illinois, that's it. Um <laughs> Hmm. quote fuck your stone fruit uh great that's gonna be the episode description jason says <laughs> that's it that's long and short of it <laughs> the whole that's thing it. four simple words to let you know you... how great craft brews are what if you enjoy stone fruits i do i I love peaches and nectarines mangoes are awesome mangoes are awesome um but yeah i didn't now i know i'm gonna go only call them stone fruit when someone's like uh <laughs> You know, you're at the fruit market and you're like, hey, well, what, what would you like? Some peaches, some nectarine? I'm, nah, give me some stone fruit. Just uh, you, oh, you, you figure it out. <laughs> you, need, you need to fuck them up even more and use the actual. Uh, so uh, this like is a the, Latin cognate or something. Droop, D-R-U-P-E. A droop D-R-U-P-E. or stone fruit is an indehiscent fruit in which an outer fleshy part surrounds a single shell. Of hardened endro crap with a seed inside. <laughs> a droop. Ain't that some shit? Yeah, um, I think yeah, that's how you, you got any droops. You got droops. Um, that's what I'm looking for. They, they probably just mm-hmm. like stare at you. Um, anyway. Oh, how do you, wait? How do you pronounce a U with an umlaut over it? Is that like oh, an shit? Is that it? So that, it's droop. Is it drope? Drope. It's not drop. So drope? No idea. You you with an umlaut? That's motherfucker. Hold on. It feels like droop. That feels right. Wait, wait, wait. hold on. You ready for it? Droop. That's how you pronounce it. Thank God. Thank God we solved that. That problem. This is the world solved. Fuck it. We're done. Anyways, I think that's the podcast. That's that, it, you know, droops, stone yep. food, and distilled brewery out of normal uh, Illinois. Pick up the four pack today. We're out. That's uh, right. <laughs> we'll I think we've handled this live stuff. It's like 15, 20 minutes, one cut, we're done. Add in oh, the ads later. We're good. Uh, all right. Well, I guess we should get on to the actual <laughs> spiel here. 
let's see how professional we can be because because you've got mm. this really tidied up and i'm yeah. i'm ready to see if we make it through a single <laughs> article without going <laughs> off kilter okay <laughs> it's, so. it's like you don't even have to scroll like it just fits yeah. on the screen guys that's it's amazing what that's what i'm saying you don't even have to minimize the uh, toolbar it's all there <laughs> All right, so I don't even know how to start this, so we'll just go ahead. Uh, obviously, from last week, uh, nothing mad magically, radically has gone uh, any weirder than it has been before. Um, <laughs> What's so, a way to say that? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's about as best as I can, I can manage with that. But one of the things that I saw um, over this last week or so was uh, all sorts of companies falling all over themselves to um support i don't i mean it's a i guess it's an international protest or however you want to call it but um like insane things like you know uh restaurants or you know video game kind of like there was some sort of video game preview and the video game company took time to uh show solidarity and like uh it was like yeah. i think I'm like, they they read and caught an article about the call of duty servers having a message about you know what had happened and it's like yeah it, i just i don't and then the two articles that i found that were really kind of along the same lines is one i guess nascar banned confederate flags at tracks which yeah one is kind of funny because the fact that you have to say that is pretty insane but then, <laughs> and the but then, that. But then, like, but then here, here's the thing. Here's the here's the real killer about it. It's like, why the fuck now? I mean, we all know why yeah. now, but it's right. like, why now? And then, of course, my other craziest, craziest of all the craziest articles was apparently Magic: The Gathering. That's the <laughs> card game has racist cards. So they so to show how good uh, citizens and how much they care about what's happening in the world. Uh, they banned them and removed them from their databases online, so you can no longer read them. So, I guess essentially, that's how you save the world: is you um, hide your supposedly racist past of stuff. I, it's just like it's so insane. It's just fucking nuts. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, like, if if it was me and Nike was like. Ugh, yeah, we we were gonna show our solidarity. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna name this shoe the eight forty six uh, Jordan. Yep, that's because we care. I mean, I'd just be like, go fuck yourselves, take a long <laughs> long walk off a short pier because it's just it's garbage. I'm sorry, but NASCAR yeah. that shit should have happened before if you really gave a fuck. And with like the card right. game, with the card game, are you kidding me? Nobody fucking cares. Nobody fucking cares about this. This is a fucking thing to get your name in the fucking news in a current event. It's yep. a big fucking yep. deal that everybody will talk about, and it works because we're talking about it. We it's are. Like, we are. It, it's, like, it's PR. It's PR nonsense, right? Every, Everyone everything. else has to jump on the train and be like, by the way, our company is not racist. And and then we move on, right? Um, even one of our... It's uh, gross. Uh, it's uh, gross. Uh, it's, it's yeah, fucking it is. Gross. 
a small box game um, company that I follow on Twitter put up a whole thing like we support Black Lives Matter. And look, I support Black Lives Matter. Fuck, of course. Right. Um, but but as you said, like it gets a little over the top for for NASCAR. It's interesting because why? Why hadn't that happened before? So five years ago, apparently they stopped allowing the racetracks to fly them. But like vendors could still do it. Right. And, okay. and obviously the people there could the do people. it. Right. Right. And their response back then was like the, the CEO or VP or whatever of NASCAR was like, well, look, okay, America's you know free country. I can't very well police everyone who comes in and out of the, uh, you know, the, the race uh, stadium. Right? Um, right. And, and yeah, I mean, he can't. Right. Um, so, the, so basically changing this rule is unenforceable and it's just PR nonsense. Right. At the same time, you're totally right. This should fucking happen a long time ago. Um, and why hasn't it happened? Because the a good chunk of NASCAR's well, right, a good chunk of NASCAR's fans fly the the rebel flag <laughs> and think Star nothing of it. Right? Um, yep. And so, of course, you wouldn't do that. You upset your fan base, right? Um, but now they ha- they feel like they have to. I I guess because uh, because it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, I think it's a lot of corporate pressure. Yes, you can't you can't be not seen, right? Like, I mean, that's that's the the wild thing about it is like more and more companies are just going to double down on it, and then like that's the twisted thing because it's like I I don't doubt that there are people in those companies that really do care, and they are really trying to make a you know make a statement and make a change. And the company I work for has all kinds of uh, resource groups for all kinds of different people. Um, and, and it's very much a, you know, a very upfront stated, like within your first, you know, hour of coming on the job about, you know, how we treat our people and how we treat each other and, you know, how, you know, you should just be a good human, I guess is more, we'll, we'll just simplify it like that. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, yes, we all I, I have, right? I have, and I have no doubt that this comes from, you know, the heart in a lot of places, but in the same token. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you, I guess I, here's the thing. So when the first Black Lives Matter thing actually struck in America and it was a national phenomenon and everything else, <laughs> I think that would have been the time. Yes. Companies, all the companies that are now give a fuck should have been giving a fuck about it, right right you know right. people so every, everybody, everybody doing it <laughs> yeah every, everybody i'm sure everybody had like a press release and a company memo but like to see the stuff now it's like you know like i said like who gives a fuck if sony playstation interrupts their playstation news to talk about this or have a moment of silence or you know have a message of thought it's like i mean I don't know. I, I actually <laughs> like that more because maybe the it, seems, it could very well be the, the young men who are playing video games all day on a council. That might be one of the only places they might see some actual but, message about this. So, that, so that doesn't that bother garbage, me as much. The, the NASCAR thing to me is more garbage than than Sony doing it. <laughs> but even, even what you said is like garbage. It's like you, you okay. That's not going to change the willful ignorant no. to begin with. It won't. And and if it's not going to change the willful ignorant to begin with, then it leads me to believe that you're trying to basically virtue signal. So but, like, look at but, us. We believe it is too. Because here's the thing. Like I said, the company I work for, we have all kinds of internal stuff. But 
they're not, you know, at least as far as I can tell from what press that I see, it's not, you know, it's not turning into one of, you know, they're not like trying to find some way to like shoehorn that into a product launch. And that's, that's the thing that kills me is it's like, it's not, we're not taking, it's not taking like a side away from it and making its own particular thing. No, it's literally in the middle of a product launch. So we're just going to tack this in here because we don't want right. to seem like callous dickhead, dickheads because <laughs> we have a fucking release schedule to stick to because we have boxes being filled with expensive computer parts in China and they're coming this way. So we can't afford to fucking, you know, be seen as a bunch of douche canoes and have people on social media be mad and then not sell all the PlayStation if we want. I don't really know. I don't really, I don't really know if it's PlayStation. Yeah. I'm just saying that because I mean, a, it could be, but but we've talked about this before, and so you could call that virtue um, signaling. I would say marketing. Okay, we we've talked about it before. The youth in America is like much more aware and hyper aware of like right. racist things, right? right? Um, and so to me, it's more like them. But no, of course not, dude. But I want it's my company. I want you who's already that hyper aware, maybe even taking it too far or misinterpreting things. Like I told you about the the teens in college who called the black professor racist for talking about uh, you know, derogatory words for black people in right. a classroom about, you know, the civil rights movement. <laughs> like, um and, and they called him racist and then reported him to the dean. Like they're hyper over the top too far so to me if you as a company that's trying to get those individuals to spend money aren't to them yeah then then they're fucking like well sony doesn't care and again this might be microsoft we don't fucking know who it was um but to me nascar is like they don't give a fuck like if anything that's gonna piss off half of the people who go to nascar events right so to me that doesn't make as much sense versus sony that might be them keeping uh their audience right which is yeah. what, i yeah, mean yeah. it's the problem with social media and the problem with big corporate media today because all we do is pander to our fucking audience over and over and over which which might mean you might be right it's just virtual sing- signaling or what i would say a pr move right and <laughs> um, yeah. to say hey we're on the same side as you guys uh keep buying our shed um but uh, it, anyway it's I mean, are we just too cynical uh maybe i don't know i mean do, am i glad the message is out there yes uh, are we judging them because it seems like shallow that they're putting the message out there now yes is it shallow correct like i mean yeah. we're not wrong uh, we might be assholes for pointing it out instead of being like yay black lives matter and i am like yay black lives matter um and, and we're, i'm sure we're going to talk about that more today and we talked about it before um but the, these companies um like you said, suddenly making these moves, it, I mean, it's it seems pretty obvious, right? Um, it, it's marketing, it's jumping on the bandwagon, uh, and that's fine, as long as you can say, you know, why it is you're doing it. The, the match of the gathering thing, though, I think was a, a great example that you chose. Because while some people might listen to the this NASCAR thing and be like, well, finally... Like they finally are saying, "Hey, no Confederate flag," or, "Or hey, we're finally taking down, um, you know, uh, Robert E. Lee's statue, and we're gonna put it in a museum or whatever the fuck." Um, right. The the Match of the Gathering stuff. You know, I I played Match of the Gathering basically since very close near the beginning because I'm a very old, old, boring nerd. Okay, um, and the the article it's on Polygon, guys. Google it or find it in the show notes. Um, 
Jason, what the article you picked has all seven cards that they've removed. Um, and so let me tell you, um, I've gone through them. Most of them are very old cards from like the first seven or eight releases. Okay. Um, so they're shit cards that no one's going to use anyway. All right. Um, secondly, there is nothing fucking racist about any of these cards. Okay. Uh, for instance, this oh. is the biggest defender. Let me point it to you. It's a blue <laughs> card. It's called Invoke Prejudice, okay? And that might sound bad, but find me a white supremacist who's running down the street after people with a, a burning cross screaming, Invoke Prejudice! No, right? No. I mean, right? prejudice does actually mean something other than racial. It, yes, like, exactly, right? Like that, so, that's, well, anyway, whoop. Let's, let's get to the card. Let's, right. yeah, let's not go down to the rabbit hole of what words mean. No. Anyways, but, so the no, card. We, we should. The semiotics of it makes sense. So prejudice is just bias, right? Magic Gathering is a game with five different colors in it, okay? This is a blue card. If your opponent casts a summon spell that does not match the color of one of the creatures under your control, that spell is countered unless the caster pays an additional X, where X is the casting cost of the summon spell. Pretty it's prejudice too. based upon if it's not a blue-colored guy, it goes away unless they pay extra stuff. That's what prejudice means, guys. I don't know. It, I don't know. These, these guys look like some black-robed clansmen, though. But if they were white-robed, I might be like, yeah, uh, sure. But come, come on, man. There's that's wow. not a racist card. Our crusade. What about, the, what about the cleanse? Does it say cleanse? Where it says all black creatures and player destroyed. That's pretty racist, Dan. That's super That's racist. The, one of Mega. the five colors is black Mega during racist. the game. And, no, and again, I'm, I'm looking at the white cards about. here and going, white creatures get plus one, plus one. Is that racist because the That's white racist. creatures are getting the bonus? Or is it because the term crusade is up top? How about the card jihad, which is apparently racist because it has the word jihad in it? Did, did you get to the gypsies card? Yes, and I own that fucking card, guys. I own that card. Well, that, just got, I, that just got super, super valuable now. I mean, I, I guess that's, I mean, gypsies could be a derogatory word. I don't think that's the intention here. Dude, dude, that is like some old school fucking European shit with gypsies. That's People, people in this fucking country don't even understand. The only way people know anything about gypsies and, you know, gypsies and how you're supposed to feel about them is because either they have really old fucking European parents or they watch movies and read books and shit. Right. Right. Cause, yeah, cause yeah. That's, that's a fucking, that's a fucking Eastern European thing. It's the same thing with like witchcraft today, right? Like we're not stoning people to death for witchcraft. Right. Um, so I can make a film about witches. Right. And that's not racist. Right. Like that's okay. Right. Um, th anyway, most of these are fucking nonsense. Um, and, and again, remember that black and white are two of the colors in the game. So when it says destroy all black creatures, it doesn't mean living black people. It means it's a fucking card game. So if the card is, is black background, like this card is white black background, it, it destroys all them. There are many cards in the game that do that stuff, that target things based off of the color of a card. It's not fucking racist. Uh, Does that anyway. mean racist? Pokemon is actually, just so you all know, um, it's it's either dog fighting in my mind, it's what Pokemon is. So yeah, oh if you God. support Pokemon, you support abusing animals. 
Michael Vick was a huge Pokemon fan. The biggest, but he collected them all. Um, Fuckers, man. See, that's an apt comparison, right? Because if you if you want to make that joke, right? I mean, that's what Magic the Gathering is doing here. And here's why they're doing it, Jason. Magic the Gathering, ran by Wizards of the Coast, bought Tor, and then got gobbled up by Has fucking Bro. Hasbro bought them. That's why. So Hasbro's got a huge PR team. And they went, oh, my God. Oh, we have a card in our Magic the Gathering line called Jihad? We I can't have just, that. I just want to know what person dug that fucking shit up and pushed it up the management chain. <laughs> right, what, some, some like, prick. They, I think they need some more work. Clearly. You know Clearly. Like, you, you got time to dig through the back catalog. And find this shit to do what? Score some fucking bony, brownie points? No. I guess. It's, 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 it's what, I, what I mentioned. The, the dirty, nasty phrase that people hate saying because it makes people get all uncom- uncomfortable. But the virtue signaling thing. That's this fucking <laughs> douche canoe was digging through to find that kind of crap. Because he wanted to have his holier-than-thou bullshit. Which right. is a whole other super ironic thing about this. Which is, you know... There's a whole, the whole, the whole I'm better than you angle for people that are like vying for yeah. this crap, which I mean, that's what the companies are doing too. Yeah, yeah, right. I think so. I think so, right? You, but, need, to, like, you need to buy Speedway gas because we care. Not right. Family Express gas. But, what was it? I was seeing like Hilton ads for the fucking hotel chain. This was back at last Super Bowl, I think. Um, where they're, the whole ad is like super patriotic and we support people, we don't see color. And then it's like, stay at Hilton. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing to do with your goddamn hotel. Like, like tell me how the rooms are. <laughs> like, it's, is it it's cheap? Insane. Is it affordable? Like, so that's, that's the insane thing, right? Like, what proof do they have that shows yeah. them if they do it or they don't do it, there's money to be made or lost? Or is I, it just I, all yeah, fucking, that's a great question. That's it's, a great it's, question. It's, it's all just so fucking fuzzy now that you might as well. Is it? Is it that? What it, is that? What is it? We can't possibly not try anything to make money, so we'll just do everything. <laughs> Maybe, or or is it post PC? Right, like the the <sighs> new kids getting out of college are so PC they don't even know what PC is. And then they're just like, well, what's our next marketing campaign? Let's do something that everyone can support. I know. Let's support um, equality. Like, sure. Like, I'm down with equality. But if it doesn't have anything to do with your product, then it shouldn't be part of your marketing campaign. Um, but maybe I'm old school. Oh, I mean, it, I mean uh, it, it's about emotional marketing, which to me is, is, is stupid but effective. So there you go. Take, take that right, and run with it. Um, stupid but effective, right? Um, I'm, I, I, like, I'm, I'm going to go off, off, off the deep end here, but uh, people are dumb, and that's why it works, okay? Um, because, because they won't critically think like we are, right? They'll be like, oh, yeah. Hilton cares. Oh, Sony cares about Black Lives Matter, versus we're like, what the fuck does that have to do with what you're promoting? Like, it has nothing to do with what you're doing, right? Um, so like you said, it's, it's either like a virtue signaling or, or trying to pander to their audience or something, right? Um, it, it Throwing that shit on the wall till something sticks. I mean, I just... I, right. 
or, or win-win because like who's going to disagree with us yeah because like, well, no one openly is going to be like oh fuck you well, i've been the, in the clan for years <laughs> right like no one's going to say that right yeah uh, so maybe maybe it just seems like a low-hanging fruit at that point I don't know, but I, I, I'm really, I'm really glad you throw that stuff up there. Um, I'm, I'm interested in how effective this current movement is, and like, why is it, is it timing? Is it just because so many people are out of work and, and willing to participate, um, and looking for a cause to get behind? Because like, I'm really glad that we're seeing some change come out of it, but I'm also like, why didn't this happen when Ferguson was going down? Right. Like, like, why didn't this happen? You know, the, the last time or the time before that. Right. Because um, we didn't hate our president as much as we do now. Is, is that it? I mean, or, or is it all those things? Right. Is it Trump, coronavirus, unemployment? And then I'm, pretty, I'm, I'm pretty sure the answer is Trump. So general rise of racist uh, ideology, partially because Trump seems to support that. Um, and so, you know, the, the liberal wave backlashes, we have to do something. So we're going to push even harder. I think that, that could, that could work. That might be why. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a little, that's a little heavy handed, but I, I think that, you know, it, I, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't put it that way, honestly. I mean, I think it's just, <clears throat> it's, there's no, there's no steadying. So, uh, yeah, you know, it, it would be, it'd, uh, it'd be like if there was an assassination, a presidential assassination, and then it turns out that the, you know, vice president was a real piece of work and he just stirred the country up and it went, you know, went up. Right. Tender. What, I mean, it, there's yeah. never, it's, it's never, I, I don't, I mean, historically looking, there has never not been a large group of people trying to function as a state that hasn't been a tinderbox that can go up with the right spark. Right. Right. And Trump's like constantly lighting stuff. Isn't he like, he's just, I mean, it, it constantly it, lighting shit. And he, <laughs> Hey, you know, it's a, it's a pretty good, pretty good visual there. Um, but it's funny that you mentioned changes. So we'll, we'll do oh, a, yeah. a little, the segue in here. Um, so what I, what I did like was the, uh, I didn't even know this happened till I, I, I didn't actually see the beginning of it. And then I saw, uh, Nancy Pelosi mugging in her fucking scarf and her uh, mask like a jackass. I hate that fucking bitch. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, just, <laughs> a I do lot not of people like her do. at all. A lot um, of people anyways, do. But what's, what's really cool is the uh, uh, Justice in Policing Act that got pushed forward by the uh, Democratic uh, Democrats, I guess. I don't even know who the fuck they are. Anyways, so I thought some of these were really cool. Um, yeah. I, I think I agree. Some of these are really good. One of them, I mean, one some of them the make crazy. you go, what? <laughs> yeah. one, of, one of the crazy ones is a bill to restrict the use of lethal force to situations yeah. in which it has been deemed necessary and all reasonable alternatives have been exhausted. So this is, this is the kind of stuff that I love to see in laws because it shows how dumb really smart people can be. <laughs> because who the fuck is going to determine that. Right. Like, how are you going to decide? A jury of your peers? Oh, great. So let's call I mean, other and, law and enforcement to back here, you up. Here's, here's, here's the funny thing about this. Everybody wants to make laws like this when it works to what they think is their advantage, but then they don't want it the other way, right? Like, you could look at it right. from abortion law, right? One of the things that people who fight about abortion is they want to talk about, well, how many weeks? 
When's it legal? Blah, 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 right? Who's deeming mm-hmm. that three weeks, two months, you know, two days is good? This is the yeah. same kind of garbage fucking shit. This is why you don't put this stuff in laws. It's, <laughs> it's fucking garbage. It's incredibly interpretable, right? Like, and, and, and it can swing both ways that you don't, it can swing ways you don't want it to go too. That's right. the thing. It's, it's like a, it's setting yourself up for some fucked up bullshit. Oh, yeah, well, we don't, we don't deem lethal force as necessary now, but, hey, two administrations down the line when they want to pretend like, yeah, that fucking douche canoe in Italy in the 40s, late 30s, he didn't do it right. We're going to fucking do it right. <laughs> We're going to make Mussolini look like Mother Teresa. And we deem lethal force necessary in all the situations. Oops. Um, I mean, I, clearly their intention is... You're, as a police officer, your first reaction shouldn't be to pull your gun and shoot. And, right. and I get the intention there. As you're very obviously pointing out, the, the problem becomes how do you write a law to enforce that? I mean, um, because it's, it's, that's somebody, ideological, right? That's yeah. what it is. It's, and it's, 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 it's a training thing. It's, I, yeah. uh, you can't write it into law. Right. That, that kind of, that kind of provision in there is like a, a, a wish, wishful thinking gobbledygook for people who have soft minds and can't think. People read that and they feel good, but it's garbage. One of the things I do like is um, they have the act prohibiting racial profiling in federal law enforcement agencies and requiring state and local law enforcement departments to receive federal funding to certify their their policies, eliminate such practices. That's freaking excellent. Hit them where the yeah. money is. Hit them where the money great. is. Good stuff. Um, require federal uniform law enforcement officers to wear body cameras and make body cams available to state and local police departments through federal grants. Fucking we should have had that. Phenomenal. We should have had that already, right? Like phenomenal, phenomenal idea. Um, Those cameras protect the officer and the civilian. There's no reason not to have them except cost. So if you can eliminate the cost issue, they should have them, right? Yeah, perfect. Said, and and I've talked to law enforcement uh, people who say that. Who they're like, I wish I had one. here's, Here's the thing, like, if this and this is the thing, like, let's say you you got that you got that body cam, right? Let's say at the end of, you know, a week or something, you go over your footage and you just you look at how you did it. How did I how did I interact with these people? How mm-hmm. did I do it? How just do you get better? That's how that's how you get better. Yeah. Right. If yeah. you're going like, did I did I handle that the right way when things went south? You have this footage to review. Right. Um, and so do your superiors. Right. And they can give you tips like, well, here's how you fucked up that tra- traffic stop. Here's where you went wrong. Right. Um, and of course, I mean, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, that's great, and and um, it can also protect you from, you know, he said, she said, kind of situations, right? Right. Um, I mean, that's why, like, in so many countries, and ours is starting to get that way. We have a lot of dash cams for even civilian vehicles, so that you can be like, I know they hit me. Here's the footage to prove it. It's a third mm-hmm. party. It wasn't me. It's not biased. It's not memory, which can be flawed. Um, right. you know, I, eyewitnesses are historically unreliable. You know what is historically oh. reliable? Cameras. <laughs> Like, yeah. So, anyway, but what, what were you gonna say? Um, my other favorite, and this keys into what we've talked about before, is uh, the bill would limit transfer of military grade weapons and equipment to state and local police departments, with an exception given only to counterterrorism operations, not direct great control one. of border security activities. Yeah, fucking great. Because they, they don't need those weapons. They don't need dude, them, dude. Dude, I was just reading another article today, and the fucking Pentagon sent grenade launchers to the LA police. Three of them. Fucking, Fucking grenade, grenade launchers. launchers. Yeah. Why? 
When when are you gonna fucking use that? Well, I well, I mean, I don't know, but it's like I, the anyway. So the LA police sent him back, which is cool. That's good. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know what the. I mean, you. I, ugh. Sweet baby. Yeah, what, what's the scenario where you're like, we want to kill everyone in this building? So, get the grenade launchers. At the same time, they they did keep the sixty one rifles they got. So, you know. Well, of course. <laughs> and and um, a, and, a, and a mine resistant armed personnel carrier. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, so, where's another one? Uh, Bill Grant's uh, subpoena power to the Justice Department to investigate patterns and practice of police misconduct provides hundred million. I think we should have, we should have had that. Already yeah, too, right? I mean, that's, no, that's, no oversight of small departments. I like How? it. I like it, but I think that should that money should go to states to create that because that, that's fine. I don't. That's I don't fine. like the. I don't like the federal overreach into the state's business. But we it's need a third party that will monitor police officers because and, and it, it can't be it can't be a federal government police. And like that's one of the other currents I've heard in some of these articles is like, well, other countries in the world, they have the they have uh, the government is the police force. And in my mind, I'm going, hey, assholes, yeah. look at fucking history. You know what happens when that happens? Everybody fucking gets killed. Real fucking. Yeah, fucking yeah. that's very All bad. You do yeah. is look at Germany. Russia. Uh, every Spain. coup ever. Every coup Spain. ever. Look where it was like martial law. And, yeah. yeah. Spain's another good one. That's a bad fucking thing. You don't want federal police only. That's bad. That's real fucking bad. No. In fact, we, my, my, per- my perfect case for that is okay, do you want federal fucking police? Trump's the president. Do you want him in charge of your police? No. There. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> Didn't take long. That was pretty quick. Right? I mean, come on. Uh, fuck. So yeah, like, you, but like, you, you don't want to give the president more power than they already have, right? It's they're already the commander in chief of the foreign military. We we don't want them to, yeah. We don't want that operating on our soil, right? Which is what a, a federal police force would be, right? Yes, and that's those people aren't police officers. Um, so one of the other cool ones is they had the Justice Department is going to establish uh, would establish a national police misconduct registry, which I is like kind of cool. That's not bad. That way, that way you Search can't get fired it. from one place and then walk yeah. across to the next town and get hired on as a police officer again and be like, "I have experience." <laughs> Which again, shouldn't this have already? Shouldn't this already be a thing? Um, yeah, and we so talked about the union issue you. last time, right? Like, there's a lot of good stuff in that. I, I, I'm, yeah. I, I, I find myself. Despite it being championed by Pelosi, agreeing with a lot of the stuff in there. I mean, there's good shit in there. Um, well, and, and, at the same and time, the, I mean, the chokehold things is great too. That they're getting rid of those. Yes. They're making those illegal. Um, the no knock warrants that should have been gone a long time ago. It's incredibly dangerous for police to just bash in a door. And and how many stories have you heard where they bash in a door? It's the wrong fucking door. Right or like, or they chuck a flashbang in and it falls in a baby's crib. You know, I've heard right. a couple stories like that. Right, and, and like, or or shit, there was one. I think were you the one that was telling me about the they came to serve a warrant and the guy didn't know that his girl was like a fucking drug dealer, 
and he no, freaked that, out. That's what this is. So that's what this is. So the 26 year old EMT who died, uh, Barana Taylor, um, in Louisville, um, this year. Right. That's um, what, you that's what happened that. to her. And it's that's it's right here in the article too. So the police work with her. She's a fucking EMT, and they come to the house to serve a, apparently a no knock drug warrants. And it sounds like there were no drugs on the premises from what I sound from what I hear. And they come in guns fucking blazing, and their boyfriend pulls a, a gun because he's like people are invading our house and like of course i'm gonna shoot like they don't announce who the fuck they are right um and she died she fucking died and he's in prison uh for i believe um a, a, like attempted murder and and you're like he's is that not like defending yourself is that not what that is like like someone comes into your house unannounced with a weapon and you shoot back and you're gonna go to jail like really? It's it, crazy. it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. So so that needs to go away. But these are all police reforms that should have happened a long time ago. And and by the way, they're not disband the police. <laughs> it's not that crazy over the top nonsense. It, is know, Seattle man. really no, doing that? Is is Seattle it's, really doing that? I or is that know, nonsense. I think that's they're not the only ones. I think uh well, Minneapolis, they're saying they're gonna do it. They were talking about it, and they had a vote, but but I don't know that that it's happened. Happened. But, there's been a couple. There's been a couple like sweetheart cases that the media has been running, showing that it works, which yeah. is garbage uh, because you can't take a specific situation and apply it to everything. That's where you fuck right. up. We we talked about that last time too. Yeah. The difference between like a rural setting versus a city setting, like or, yeah. or just wherever you are, every place is a little bit different. Um, like, you know, I wouldn't want no police force, you know, in a border town along the Mexican border. That sounds bad. Like so, and and it's it's funny because this kind of so, some of this shit also kind of plays along with the whole you know like we're gonna have Call of Duty is gonna have a moment of silence shit. Like here the. The Los Angeles mayor proposes to cut proposes to cut 150 million from a three billion dollar budget. So Ooh. nothing. First start that's nothing. And then, and and then, then secondly, why? Like, better, why cut the budget? Because <laughs> well, they got to make mouth noises sound good, right? And the New York City, I guess. five to seven, five to seven percent cut, right? Oh, that's that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their fucking police budget is five point nine billion dollars. Well, yeah, it's Five a huge fucking city. Like, nine <laughs> billion fucking dollars. So if anyone right. out there in this country of America somehow thinks the police are going away anytime soon, not when it's worth $5.9 billion. It's a lot of people who would lose their jobs, for starters. Um, now, I, never I did mention this. Away. No, I don't think so. I I did mention um, kind of uh, to, to my wife, two, it was two or three weeks back when kind of this was first kind of kicking off. Um, I said, you know, the only way that you truly can restore like the peace um, or like bring us back to square one for kind of the African-American community and police officers is to completely remove the police and replace it with something else that looks different, you know, sounds different, has different rules and regulations, but can still effectively police, right? Um, and, but what I was meaning more was like, you're, you'll always need 
some sort of group of people to protect and serve like that. That's a role you need. Right. Um, Now, clearly there are some issues here, um, but some of those issues are ideological and they're not going to go away. Right. They're going to be there forever. Um, unless in you can system. completely, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's part of the system, right? And you have to rewrite, you know, the history, and and uh, I, you'll need generations to get through it, unless you make huge sweeping changes that make the police. And again, I mean this look different than they do now. So like, you can't yeah. do blue uniforms anymore. Like, yeah, find something else, right? Um, and and that seems silly, right? Because you need all the changes that are in these laws, and probably some more, right? But you also need some changes like that. Um, but what I didn't mean was let's just do community policing with like a neighborhood watch, like because is that what they're fucking talking about? Like, I don't like, know. Like, <sighs> I don't know. I mean, because I, I mean, I've, I've said it before talking to people. It's like the reason why policing works and the reason why, you know, people hate the police all the time. But when someone's trying to kick down your door, even if, you're the, you staunchest, if you're the staunchest anti-police person, no matter what you look like, unless yeah. you're tooled up yourself, you're fucking calling the police. Yep. So it's like, you know, it, it's I think I think part of it, too, is like and I I, I get that. So. From my understanding, from my upbringing and my experiences in my life is that the police are necessary because we have to have somebody who is willing to, you know, make the tough call and, you know, shoot the cracked out idiot who's trying to, you know, run over kids on a playground. I mean, that's 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 the, yeah. that's that's the, that's the reason why we want to have police. Right. Or deal with the domestic disturbance. Like we don't, we don't, we ourselves right. don't want to be responsible for having to do that. That's that's the that's the irony about the police force, right? Is we have the police because we do not want to be responsible for protecting ourselves or having to kill somebody else. We're we're well, shying we're shying away from that and giving that responsibility to somebody else. That's that's really what the police are there for, right? I mean, I'm, because uh, if, there were, if there were no police, if there were no police, more and less everybody would probably be armed. Yep. You would have to be careful all the time. You would have to watch yourself and your family because nobody would be there. The threat of prison or death, because that's really what the police, when you're calling the police, basically you're calling someone to come and kill for you. That's, that's a possibility. Potentially, there's a, yeah. there's a criminal breaking into your house. You do not want to be responsible for possibly having to kill somebody. So you're calling the police to come do it for you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's really kind of, I mean, that's like an extreme way to look at it, but that's sort, no, of, it's that's sort of what it really is. And it, it's kind of gross to think about it that way, but maybe if people thought about it that way, they might have different opinions on things we need to be doing. Yes, and, exactly. And, and, and that's and the Wild maybe, West. That's what you just <clears throat> described. It's the Wild West. Yeah. And if you abolish the police force, the, I don't either. If you abolish the police force, that's what you get. And you can watch like like um, you know any old Western that you love, okay? But then think about living your fucking life that way, right? Um, about dying over nothing, right? Because you got into a gunfight with somebody at the bar, Right? Somebody, like somebody wants shit. your shit. Somebody wants your shit, and then they just and then they take it. Yep, that's what that is, right? And nobody wants that. We're we're much right. more civil now than we were back then, right? So um, one of the one of the cool stories I heard was uh, I can't remember what it was. I think it was Camden, New Jersey. It was like you know we, oh, we got yeah. rid of our police, right? But they didn't. 
They got rid of the local police and they restructured it and they had a county police. Now, the irony (laughs) of and it's funny because you read the story and it's all about, oh, they changed their tactics and da 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 and blah, 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 blah. And in one sentence blurb, they mention how it went from 157 officers in the Candom, New Jersey to so like 400, double, right? yeah, yeah. 400 because it, they took all those officers and dumped them into the county system and then hired more. So now there were 400 officers blanketing Camden, yeah. New Jersey and all the environs in the county that Camden is in. And then and the for it. And magically, all the crime went down, and the murders no, went down. No. That's the oh, punchline, Jason. Shocker. That's the fucking punchline. The punchline is crime didn't go down. Oh, it's still roughly the same. Oh, no, no, no. They quoted they quoted three murders versus sixty-seven. Five years, five years later, it was three murders instead of sixty-seven murders. Well, look, look at their stats today, because oh, it's still, I mean, it's still not great. Um, because I, I heard an interview with with some some people from Campton this week. Um, it might have been the same sort of thing, and they're like, they're they're still heavily. Yeah, it's, a, it's still full of crime. Just because right? you just because you changed what badges the police are wearing or how many they are doesn't mean it's going to fix everything. Right? But, it doesn't. It but doesn't. But those, but those kind of stories are just you know it's like like I said, sweetheart <laughs> stories that are bullshit because they're not. You know the whole the whole of the story that I read was talking about how you can disband the police force and everything will be good. And I'm like, all I kept thinking was, I'm like. But you, you didn't. You made them. You basically doubled them, like you said, and then you yeah. made them boundless by being county police. So instead yeah. of just, you know, because let's put it this way: in my neck of the woods, the county police have a lot more toys than my local police. Yeah, I'm sure the county police have an. It's an like the cities have more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like... yeah. Our our counties have an armored personnel carrier. Um. But our locals don't. So I'm not sure I would really want to trade. <laughs> so wait, is that militarizing the police? Um, I, I did hear that Camden now has way better training and they're, they're doing more community policing. Um, Which is, and I mean, that's great. Isn't that, that's great. Isn't, that, isn't that the solution? You put the fucking cops I on the street. So. They have to yep. know everybody. They talk to everybody. You you realize you, you that need they're to not live scum- there, right? Yeah, I mean, you realize yeah. that they're not fucking scumbags. And they're just right. people. And, and most of them aren't scumbags, but some of them are. Right? And that's, that's the issue. And you know what? Here's the funny thing. Here's, here's the crazy thing. If you spend your time around people who you don't like because you don't understand, guess what? You end up understanding them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, you start to right? And then you, then you stop being, you know, a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, you, hopefully. I I hopefully. I, I mean, that's there's plenty of people that I've met that I didn't understand before I met them. And then through talking to them and just working with them, I'm like, okay, now I get you. I understand why you're the way they are. At the end of the day, we're we're all human, right? And and you start to see that, that that we're all human if you spend more time together. That's also why diversity at like the college experience is so important because it does exactly that. It takes us from the segregated community that we still largely are to, hey, look at all these other humans that are just like you trying to get a fucking degree and get ahead in the world. Like, um, But no, no, I, I think you're spot on. The, the problem with the police force is the union and that you get some bad eggs in there and you can't get rid of them. Or what we said before, they, they get fired at one precinct, they walk across town, they go to another one, right? And that's got to fucking stop. 
right? Because when you come across someone who is abusing their power, who is, you know, doing chokeholds on people or shooting people for no fucking reason, you got to get rid of them, right? Um, That's that's just it, right? There should be no, like, tenure for fucking police officer, right? Um, Maybe for anybody, right? Which is a whole other discussion, right? But um, because, yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Anyway, um, I, I just think that's that's important to say. So no matter what they do, like the, to me, that was the most important stuff was can, we will be able to prosecute people. And whenever you were calling out that one particular part of, of the law and saying, oh, this is nonsense, you know, uh, they have to make sure they they use everything but lethal force until that that's all that's left. I mean, yeah, you're totally right. That's unenforceable. But did you catch the other part of the law? that suddenly you're going to be able to have civil lawsuits against the police and they're going to remove a lot of the immunities. That's why that yeah, lies in go. there, Jason. That's yeah. why that's in there. So I can sue the guy who guns down my brother in the street because he didn't have to fucking gun him down in the street. Right. Um, versus before he could be like, um, you know, or stop. Uh, what, what's the stop shoot thing? What is it? Hold your ground state or whatever the fuck. Right. Oh. Um, they won't be able to do that anymore if that law were to get passed. Right? No, that's um, that's that's like that's different. Though. That's like property. Is that property? Okay. That's, well, yeah, that's, anyway, that's, that's, that's private. That's like a, the castle doctrine or whatever it is, where you know, gotcha. someone, it's like if you if someone were to break into your house, they weren't invited. You didn't specifically authorize them, and they, you know, you shot them as a matter of course gotcha. in that interaction. Gotcha. You would not. It's you know you're not going to go to jail for that because gotcha. basically the, the law is written. And basically the law is written that nobody has a right to go into somebody else's house on their property. Which which they shouldn't. But but you know what I mean. Like the the yeah. guy in Kentucky, the officer shooting the twelve year old running away with the purse because he didn't want to chase him. Like yeah, um, yeah, oh, yeah that's, that's fucking just, bullshit. That's you, you can't do that anymore, right? Um, and even we if they get away with it in the criminal court, they shouldn't get away with it civil. He should have done yeah. it anyways. Just, no, just, he shouldn't have. Just, it's not fucking worth just, it. Just even before all this happened, the fact that that's like a mindset of, oh, fuck it, I'm just going to pop him. Yeah. I mean, it's, no. It's just, we're, it's we're doing, we're doing it wrong. We're doing human it wrong. Life. We're, we're yeah. doing it way fucking wrong. Somebody somewhere along the line is doing it wrong. That's just, you, yeah. No. Now, before we leave this part, we do need to point out, and so so two things. First off, I hope we didn't sound too much like Blue Lives Matter there for a bit, because I, I think we try to walk the line, right? Second part, that law is never going to fucking get passed. You can talk both sides. Well, that's a shame. At least some pieces yeah. are, have, are worthwhile. Um, I oh, think so, too. I think a lot of it's I do, worthwhile. I wanna, yeah, I, I do want to spike the football on this before we leave. Did you catch uh, Dave Chappelle's uh, no, special? No, I didn't. I hear it's great. It's good. Dude, it's it's pretty good. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like it's funny because I guess there's like a bunch of there was like a bunch of like backstage controversy because apparently the first version they let go, his mic was hot, and people were watching the subtitles, and it's Dave Chappelle, so uh, they pulled it and recut it. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. While he was uh, still backstage beforehand, yeah, oh. this is it's Dave Chappelle, and he says what he says, and people got yeah. upset about what he was saying because it, you know, it hurt their feelings. You know, that's one of the things I like about him. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, I mean, the whole, I mean, that's, that's I was telling my wife about. It. I'm like, that's the great thing about him is he's a fucking comedian. He he yeah. says things that people don't say that he can't say because that's fucking comedy. Yeah. The, the whole point is to get it out there and to 
talk about it and and turn Make it you and, and, and look at it from this angle and twist it from this angle and twist it around on this angle and you you know through the lens of comedy you can work through shit like that to, so you know well he's he said it he said a bad word about people it's like that's the fucking point yep yeah and to try it, to get a, a rise out of you that's what he's trying to oh do my God. Um, and make you think for a half yep, fucking second yep. Yeah, and if it makes you feel uncomfortable, well, maybe he's doing his job. Maybe yeah. you need to think yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah that's what I think about it. I think that's, that's what education it. does, too. It, it should make you feel uncomfortable, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely check that out, though. That was pretty awesome. Oh, I definitely, definitely will. And and again, like I, I think that law that they're pushing sounds great wow. so far. Um, I think it has no chance in hell because it's got to get through the Senate. And it oh, won't. Um, yeah. So, so it's a pipe dream, um, which might be then more more pandering. Like, like this is all the things we would want to do if you guys would uh, elect not, more Democrats and elect Biden. He'll make it happen. God, Biden! What a train you think, wreck! You think they're gonna? You think they're gonna get him one of those uh, scarfs that Pelosi has? Um, they ought to. Does she pull that up Fuck over that. her face when when she's not speaking? Is that what that is? Yeah, well, uh, the, the picture had her and the people that are behind her. They they were like staged. Their masks. Yeah. yeah, they were like staged, and there was a fucking you know like from really low shot, so it looked all arty and everything. And then yeah, when she it's was a good talking, the, when the, she the was talking, did a good job. <laughs> when she's talking, apparently the mask is too much for her. Um, personally, I think she should have kept it on. She looks kind of scary. She and, does, and and, it's, and I like her. I know a lot of people dislike her. It doesn't impede. It doesn't impede you when you're talking. I don't know. It kind of does. What I don't know. Fuck. I'm it's definitely bullshit. it's definitely uncomfortable. Like I wouldn't want to give a lecture with it on. Let's put it that way. Mm. Um, and so I can't imagine if you're public speaking and you have everybody, all the cameras are rolling. Um, in fact, that's one of the things that I've defended Trump on recently when he's like. He doesn't want to wear his mask when he's giving these press conferences. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't probably fucking want to either. Like, he should be wearing it every other time. And he, everyone around him should be wearing it. But, um, but I understand that he doesn't want to wear it, you know? And, and this, is, this is the irony of life experiences that I've spent two hours on a 110-degree catwalk in a half-face 3M respirator with... Uh, <laughs> and you're like, shut the fuck up. Organic vapor <laughs> cartridges. With organic vapor cartridges and a set of uh, N99 particulate filters strapped on top of those. So you want to breathe, you want to breathe through that for two hours at 100 <laughs> some degrees. That's yeah, rough. So, so that's, that's the thing. Anybody that's complaining about that little paper mask, you're full of shit. It ain't nothing. <laughs> fucking nothing hey i'm rocking the 3m uh, n95s man because uh i'm a miniature uh builder and painter so i had that shit lying around the house <laughs> those, vapors are, those vapors are not good for you paint vapors they aren't, man they yeah, are. I, i've got a um what is it um air gun not an air gun what the fuck what are they acrylics um, or are they it's uh... a paint gun yeah uh, oh you yeah, got a paint gun yeah Airbrush? What is that? Oh, Airbrush, you yeah. Can't, you can't bring that shit in. That, that, yeah, do you, you don't want to bring that shit in. Do you mix like a, uh, is it like a two-mix, two-part mix? I use like a thinner typically with it, but we typically start with like an acrylic. Um, I haven't so tried any metallics through it. I hear that fucks that shit up, so I'm so there, there's not, not like it. So there's not like an A and B mix then? You just thin down? I just thin down. Sometimes oh, they do good. it with distilled water. Um, so usually, not nearly as bad. Yeah, I was going to say, because if you're usually having to mix something in, that's an isocyanate 
and you don't want to breathe that in. <laughs> like carcinogen. No, <laughs> no, that, that's, well, not, not only is it just generally bad for you, but you can become sensitized to it. And when you become sensitized to it, even just the vapors in the air will fucking fuck you up. It's bad yeah, shit, great. man. It's real bad shit. Paint's bad. It's real fucking bad. <laughs> it is, dude. When I first got it, I asked uh, my local hobby guy, one of my buddies, I said, hey, do I really have to wear a mask when I'm using this? He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You should. Like, bad. Yeah. Air, air, anything, anything that gets atomized. That's Yeah. We're just spraying all up in the air. I mean, it's just like yeah, spray paint. If you're spray painting all around and you're not wearing anything and you're not in a good ventilated area, you're going to get fucking high and fucked up, you know? Yeah. Um, and most other paints are worse, right? That doesn't, that doesn't even go in your lungs either. Yeah, all that stuff's awful. Um, anyhow. Anyway, digression. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you take this one because you've been wanting to get to this for a while and this is probably the least read part that I'm on so I'm going to let you go ahead and you can go any which way I will say this um, I find it funny that Facebook is so fucking off the rockers on what they ban or won't ban yeah but it is hilarious that they took out white nationalists and then fake Antifa accounts so it, I guess my question is do we underestimate the Nazis in America? Because not only do they have their own Facebook pages, but apparently they're making fake Antifa pages too. Is this like a this is like a more uh, inspired breed of Nazi we have coming up, or is it just like um, is, is it just like Nazis that are really good with computers? I, it's, <laughs> it, it's it's bananas to me. I, I would be careful of using two words there. One, okay. Nazi, um, because I don't think... They're not technically white nationals. Well, look, some of them... And Okay, so we can go down this rabbit hole as far as you want to go. Some of no. them are just trolls. No. no. So, some of them don't even have an ideological bent, except I want to start shit, right? Um, mm. and, and that's all, right? Um Secondly, a lot of them aren't aren't even based in America, right? Um, so, so this is the Russian angle. It doesn't have to be Russia. It can be anyone who wants to fight with you, right? Um, it it could be anyone Those who wants to fight with It doesn't have fucking to be a Swedes, country. It, it could be an organization. It could be, you know, I I actually read a story. God, who who was writing this? A journalist went and talked with one of the lead online trolls in America, and this was like four years ago, and he was just some dude in Southern California, and he walked through how he does it. Like, he just, he looks at the news and says, okay, what could I say that would be more polarizing than what they're already saying? And he kind of amps up what they're saying to 11, and then spins it and pretends like it's real, throws some decent graphics together, and throws it up on Facebook. And then this this journalist was like watching this happen and, and just incredibly impressed how successful this guy was at getting clicks at getting responses. Um, you know, half the people would be agreeing with him and then half the people would be shouting at him in the comments. And he's like, I don't care. I don't believe in any of this. Right. It's just all clicks. <laughs> and, um, and that's the thing. It's a fucking thing. Um, and 
it's shocking. Like that might be where the true democratic power lies in like this coming election in 2020 is how many uh, individuals online for whatever reason who have the amount of power to stir the pot um, or spread disinformation on, on whatever side. So you really believe like that guy that he's like, Oh no, I don't believe either of it. I'm just doing it to fuck up people. I believe he was do like he would would get paid to do certain things, and then he'd also just do other things just to fuck with people. Um, but so, I, so I would have to pull up the actual article. Um, so I mean, how about a bored single twenty something guy who's pretty darn good with computers and doesn't have a girlfriend, like Such and li- lives in his mom's basement, <laughs> right? Like well, that, uh, it, it's, it's cliche as that sounds. Like it, it, that does fit sociopath. It, it could. First, we don't use that term anymore. Um, second, that's well, no, almost every politician in, in the world. It's it's anti personality social social. Um, Too many words. Too many fucking words. Antisocial personality disorder. That's what it's called under the new DSM seven or whatever. Uh, but it's the asped, same thing. Asped. This is asped. Anti. Antisocial personality disorder. Yeah, I guess it is ASPD. Yeah. Sure. I got a. I got a bit of. I got a bit of a speech impediment. That one fucking. That that fucks me good. Well, that's probably sociopath. why it's that's why we say sociopath because it's easier um i mean i i don't know but so the reality is it's hard to it's you can never really know exactly what someone's intentions are right so one person makes a fake picture and it could be just for funsies um it could be to sway something politically it could be coming out of any number of think tanks it could be coming out of any number of journalist organizations right Regardless, the shit spreads like fire. Other people add to it, yada, yada, right? Um, so uh, it is it, to, you know, Facebook, I, I think, is notorious for not acting. Um, right. and so when they, no. when they do, I want to be like, thank you. Um, but it seems like they don't for a long time. And, and Twitter was was acting, but wouldn't do anything about Trump until very recently. And what I think we're seeing has happened, Jason, is Trump poked the bear. And and this is your next article so, about so, all this is is that right? He poked the bear. So he's so we're so we're basically basically agreeing that he's an agent for change, dressed up like a hooker clown. Um. It, it, yes. In reverse, begrudgingly, like, begrudgingly like, maybe. Like okay, <laughs> Let, let's see. I don't believe so. We, you and I disagree, right there. Yeah. Yes. Right. Because I don't want to give him any credit for being an agent of change in any way, shape, or form. Okay. Well, you don't, it doesn't. Um, have, it doesn't. Have, you don't have to consciously be one. Right. I mean, I certainly think he's not consciously an agent for change. Secondly, <laughs> I think he's... A rim shot sound effect. <laughs> right. He, I, I think he's doing the opposite, right? Like, he he is attacking social media because he feels like they're challenging his free speech, and then social media no, is responding they're, they're by... Critiquing him. They're critiquing yes, him. Yes, that's angry. all they're doing. That's all he's, they're doing. They're just critiquing him. He's angry and, about being critiqued. And then Facebook and Twitter are like, well, we got to do something. 
He's you know the worst thing you know the worst thing about Trump is he's just a regular person. And every everything he does and every way he reacts is how you if you took what who what was that when the, the Obama campaign was the Joe Plummer? Basically Trump is if Joe Plummer got elected. Kinda, yeah. All the all the pos, all the positives and negatives. That's exactly what that is. So under that light it cracks me up all the different crazy reactions to him from all the different parts of the people that talk about him and everything else. Like this guy is just some fucking old dude who is, you know, it's anyways, I digress. No, no I, mean, I mean, I think I fear you're right, but while I might call that old dude, uh, cause he knows something about, you know, putting engines together and have more on my mower. I wouldn't have him run the fucking country, right? Yeah. And, and while, while I might tolerate him, um, while he's you know messing with my carburetor because he's really fucking gonna, good at it. So, I, so it's a, he, basically, you're you're going to tolerate the racist jokes and kind of yes. chuckle and and just because it's like you don't want to be like you're a fucking asshole and then he because well, you know, he's seventy five, Jason, and I'm not going to change him politically, right? He's going to die tomorrow, so. Um, and he's really good with carburetors and, you know, I'm not, so yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like the older relative at Thanksgiving dinner who you're just like, and here's, here's, here's the two minutes of insanity that we're all just going to kind of sit and smile at so we can continue eating our yams. Pretty much, man. Like he, he buys into all these conspiracy theory nonsense things, and know, we just never right? had a tr- we've never had a president oh that was God. that stupid, right? Uh, and, and look, look, I take some of that shit, but I'm I'm not gonna become the president and act on something I saw on somebody's blog. That's stupid. Um, I don't know. Anyway, he's nonsense. As to Facebook, um, th- this was the right move. Um, they should have been taking down white nationalist stuff uh, for a long time. So do you Antifa think they doesn't you think exist? They took the NASCAR? Do you think they took the NASCAR thing? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe. Now, we, now we have to start fucking doing this. I mean, are, are they connected in any way? Maybe. Um, the people are coming out of the word work and expressing, you know, deep-seated hatred for the other based upon their own personal perspective or their parents or where they live or one experience they had one time with someone who was different than them. Um, And Trump is kind of giving them permission ideologically to speak out about that and to share their hate and their racism. And I know we disagree about hate speech, but I don't think hate speech should be free speech. So I would say police the fuck out of this. Obviously, that's risky, uh, but but I think it's worth it in the long run. I think policing that kind of hate speech uh, prevents Hitler. You know, but but here's I'll, I'll give you my one counter to that. You go for it. No one's forcing you to use social media. No one is. Um, that, and and let, let me quickly counter that. I, I don't really use it except when I have to for marketing. Okay. Right. Um, however, um, it, you can say whatever you want. All right. If sixty percent of the nation is using something, um, mm-hmm. then guess what? You're either going to use it or you're going to be alone, and that's fine. We've chosen alone. It's great. Thanks for being alone together with me. 
and and there are lots that's of other people like fucking, us out there. That's some creepy shit right there, bro. <laughs> this is a creepy fight. And and we're not alone, Jason. There are many other men our age who I talk to, um, you know, regularly who feel the same way and have are left you social media recruit, behind. Are you trying to recruit me to a cult? Because this sounds like and a fucking so, cell for a cult. What Jason, the fuck? It's called the Marcusean effect, and we're just oh, we're gonna this fucker, and um, yeah, we've got this uh, complex out in Utah. It's gonna be great. Um, it's it's a major treat. Concrete walls. It's, it's, yeah, but you know, you only come for a couple weeks. Um, you do have to turn in your cell phone when you get there, but half of us don't even have cell phones. Um, no, we, no, only, we no. only ask for one testicle the first trip. That's right. It, it's only a thousand dollars down. You do have to just sign an NDA, and uh, there's okay. this weird waiver that says we get all of your funds if you die. Seriously, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of like uh, Project Mayhem. We we don't talk about it. Um, so and you don't okay, ask so, questions <laughs> so here okay so you 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 sort of poked at something that i i've wanted i want to explore so you said 60 percent use this thing and you mentioned it was part of a job right so if social I mean, media for me it is for me right, it is but it, it is for everybody it's for everybody every fucking restaurant I fear. Every facebook right i feel no, yeah. there's, no, there's no fear it's a reality if you have a it business, just sucks that it is. It if, just sucks if you that have it a business, is, right? right? So, if Facebook didn't have monetization, would we even be talking about it? Would anybody give a flying fuck about it? Would we even no. be discussing hate speech on Facebook? So, I mean, basically, I, basically, we need to follow the money. Uh, you always yeah. have to follow the money. I know that's like yeah. our refrain, but it really is. Or, or um, what is it? Uh, so, Lee Lennon's classic thing: "Who stands to gain?" Right? So, um, so you know, where's the hate, profit? Is it hate speech or is it money speech? I mean, I'm sure it's both. But Zucks, um, his employees are traditionally in, incredibly uh, liberal leaning, and um, and they they've done. I think a pretty good job. They, so Facebook, just, I think, was not just raising the band hammer and going to town. Yes, yes, I mean, they've in, done a very good job of tolerating everyone. Okay, the, the the amazing technological stuff they have over there, which yeah. everybody should fucking be scared as fuck. Correct. Scared. Because the facial recognition fuck. shit is fucking frightening. Um, Dude, speaking of headlines I saw this week, I'm not going to derail us, but but some facial recognition company said that they weren't going to allow any police to Google use it Apple. anymore. Google Apple and Microsoft so far. And I went, thank God, and yeah, fuck, because that's always my, my big fucking fear, is that someone misidentifies me with someone else who looks kind of like me, who does a crime, and I get fucking arrested. And then, oh, well, but, but we got visual evidence, and I'm like... The, Dan, were, were algorithm you, on were me. You, like, were, you in, were you in Chechnya in the early 2000s? But only for one day. <laughs> just uh-huh. one day. It was a layover. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Got the paperwork to prove it. It was a business trip. Um, How much I was I have um, <laughs> right. Um, right. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, I, look, I'm sure there's a certain amount of money with it, but I'm telling you, Trump po- poked the fucking bear. So Facebook oh. was. 
Facebook, I think, was operating pretty decently there for a while. Then conservatives came out and said, they're restricting our free speech by not letting us say certain things. And the things that they weren't letting you say were things that might promote violence, like incite a riot or incite people to hurt other people, which are things that you probably shouldn't fucking say. I don't believe that's... Mo- mo- I mean, that's, that's not traditionally I, I protected agree. First, first Amendment free speech, right? We're I mean, on the same page, right? I yeah. mean, I'm pretty sure I can get prosecuted for inciting a riot with my language. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not protected speech, right? So, in Facebook then, guys, wasn't necessarily being a holier than thou. They're protecting their fucking asses. Who's going to get sued if their platform is used to incite some sort of fucking riot? I don't know. Right. Dude, there's, they've live streamed murders. I don't think there's no. They, but, they, they can't be touched. Yes. Well, it's. I, I mean, think it's they, hard to touch they, them on. I mean, they, that's not them being well, used to do the the murder, right? Like, no, but, but, but I hear you. Fucking help it. <laughs> well, so their argument, and this is a whole fucking rabbit hole. Their argument is that they're not a publisher; they're a platform. And you can get into the whole fucking debate, and it's hard. It's no, incredibly we've, hard. We've, I think we've actually we've had the had debate that that we had. months ago. And it's a great yeah. debate because like I want an open internet, but I also want, you know, you also want moderators. Right. right. Um, and so how do how do you find that happy middle ground? Um, well, and we, I agree we with have, We wouldn't even have the internet today. We have, if we hadn't had, you know, like fucking strong willed, you know, strong-armed people that were controlling it. I mean, it's just, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Oh, if yeah, because they would have caved. If it was, if it was, if it was so as lawless, cave, right? I mean, if, if it was as lawless that people, as people believe it to be, you wouldn't have any of this fucking shit. We wouldn't be talking through this format. None of this shit would happen. There'd be no fucking nothing. There'd yeah, be, we'd be locked down, be, like trying to lock down. The internet as we know it wouldn't exist as the way it does. So it's right. ironic that, you know, without people that are just single-mindedly doing whatever they want to control <laughs> the flow of information in the beginning, we wouldn't have now where Mark the fucking iceberg, is that is Glacier? No, Mike the Glacier, uh, yeah, uh, what, blah, blah, blah. Mark the Glacier Zuckerberg is moving at that speed to change things. I mean, like, it's, it's fucking bananas because, like, it... The paradigm shift happened when people took a fucking stranglehold of it. It didn't happen before that, when it was just bullshit and angel fire and fucking IRQ. Well, I think not enough people were paying attention then, right? <laughs> Even though money. we could say pretty much whatever we wanted back then. <laughs> um, couldn't, couldn't make a yeah. buck, so nobody cared. Well, yeah, because it wasn't as big of a deal as it is I now. Can't um, fucking defending Facebook. Fuck I don't really. know that. I don't know that we are right. Um, like in in general, I still think that Facebook is is tracking you and doing questionable things, and and I wish they'd go away. How about that? Um, but I'm I think they should be taking down white nationalist posts um, and any posts that might be inciting violence and. And I think fake accounts should be fucking taken down, man. Like I do. It's a bullshit. There shouldn't be fake accounts. And it's too easy to make a face fake account on, on Facebook. Um, and so they need to find a way to, to police that shit. And the reason why they weren't 
It's because of money. Because they had the more they could be like, look, we gained this many users, and then the the user number that they had, Jason, started getting pretty damn close to just about everyone who had internet access on the planet. And someone smart went, "That can't be true." (laughs) Someone smart said, "That can't be true." And then, lo and behold, you know, a year later, we find out, oh yeah, there's all these bots and shit. These are fake accounts. Um, One dude with a hundred. Pokemon accounts, right? Or or like a a, a Russian organization with thousands of accounts, right? Um, yeah, good times. Anyway, they should take that shit down. Uh, white nationalism is bad. It's fucking so old school and doesn't make any goddamn sense. So that's that's, um, that's that's a good point. Why do people even fucking still dig on that? I don't know, right? Like like white men still dominate the fuck out of this country. What the fuck are you worried about? Like, we're doing fine. Like, like even now, like, uh, with so many people laid off and struggling, like, I still have power on in my house. I still have food to eat. Like, and, and I, yeah, I, I've been telling people, like... didn't turn into Mogadishu in the 90s. Right. Like, and, and like, I, like, I tell people all the time, my interaction with cops, to bring this back to Black Lives Matter, has been horrible throughout my whole life, okay? I've been in cuffs so many times. I've been pulled over so many times. I've been harassed. Um, I've been, I've, I've had cops solicit me for bribes. Um, it's It's been completely fucked up. Um, I've had very few positive interactions with police officers, okay? Um, and most of the cops that I know, except for one who like coached my you know, middle school basketball team, have all been asshats, okay? Um, <laughs> and it's just, I'm sorry. When you grow up in a small fucking town, and you can probably attest to this, the police officers are the jock asshole who never left town and still thinks he's the quarterback uh, of the high school team. Right. Yeah, and he's just a little bit of that. He's just looking to bully someone or push someone around and chances are good. You'll do. Okay. Um, but, but no time ever has any police officer ever shot at me, put me in a chokehold, hit me or abused me physically in any way, except to maybe put a cuff on me and throw me in the backseat of their car. Okay. Um, I have had my car in my mind illegally searched a couple times, um, but I've never been in like actual harm's way because of an interaction with a police officer. Um, and that's just not true for, for too many minority men in this country. And I think that that kind of lays it out, right? Like that's where the problem lies um, is that there are asshole cops everywhere, right? And there are great cops everywhere too, I'm sure, right? I just haven't ran into a lot of them, right? Um, but the problem is, is that when they're being an asshole to me, a white dude, um, they're not shooting at me, right? And when they're being an asshole to a black guy, they, they might be, right? They're, they seem much more likely to be, right? And, and so that, that kind of brings us around to kind of what, that, that's the problem, right? And so white nationalism doesn't make any fucking sense, because you're still at the top of the fucking food chain. The, the police aren't shooting you for running, rolling through a stop sign. And that happened the other day in fucking Georgia or somewhere, right? Um, or or what's was the, that, the case? Was, in, that the, was that where they burned the Wendy's or whatever? I caught a I caught a quick thing. Somebody, somebody, they some Wendy's got burned down that, or something. That was a 29 year old guy who apparently was sleeping in his car. 
He might have had too many to drink, at which case you wouldn't want him driving, correct? He There was a, a call put in to check on him, and the police show up with fucking guns and shit. Um, they put him through a sobriety test. Somehow, he gets a hold of a police officer's stun gun, which should make you go, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Then he's, he's running away, Jason. He apparently turns around oh, yeah, to try yeah, to shoot the them with the stun gun. Yeah. And the cops gun him down dead <laughs> in the fucking street. He was sleeping one off, man. Like, leave him the fuck alone. Like, right. what the fuck? Why are you fucking hassling him? And now he's dead. He was trying, apparently, not to drink and drive. And you killed him. So, devil, devil's advocate, what do you think both sides could have done different, aside from the police not actually shooting him? The idiot who calls it in doesn't call it in. Okay. But that Step already happened. One. That and, already and you, happened you make that a hate crime, which is you what one something. of the bills is trying to do. You, see, if you, if you, you see something, you say something. It's always good to tell the Gestapo. No, don't fucking talk to the police. Take a fucking piece out, out of fucking black culture. We don't talk to the fucking police. You don't talk to the police. Don't fucking talk to the police. But then they don't trust you. I don't, I don't fucking trust them. Don't talk to them, okay? Mm. Them. Them. That's some decent shit right there. In my book, they're rarely there to help me, okay? And I'm white. So... Okay, it's but just, anyway, it's never happened. But so getting, right, getting the call is already made. Thing. He's already the made. The call is okay. already made. Why is he out of the vehicle? That's a good question. He's out of the vehicle to take a sobriety test. Why? How about this? You find out who he is. Ask him if he can call someone to pick him up, and wait for someone to come pick up his drunk ass. Yeah, we don't, we, don't, we don't do that. We don't do that anymore because drunk driving kills people. So we need to fucking take care of the drunk drivers. But he's not means, drunk driving. He's, he's not drunk driving. But he's, he's in a vehicle. Sleeping he could, in his car. He could, he it, could be drunk his driving. Car's, his car's not running. Drive him home. That's what police officers used to do. Yeah, but we don't do that. Home. We it's, don't do that anymore because drunk drivers are the enemy. I've seen, I've seen the billboards on highways. Like, then call. we need to get past call. all of that, right? You see, you see someone you think is drunk driving, literally call 911. I've seen those signs, too, all through Chicagoland. What we need see, to do is then change that ideology completely. Um, of course, people shouldn't be drunk driving. Like, of course, people shouldn't be drunk driving. You know why we have a problem with drunk driving in our country, by the way? Everything's spread out too much. So you go over to England, you walk like a block away from your place, and there's your pub. That's it. So you'd fucking walk. And if you got you drunk there, you walk. The pub. You buy the beer and keep it at home. You drink at home. Yes, and you, and you can do that here too. But a lot of people like the social experience, and I get that. Anyway, no, don't drink and drive. But, Jason, there's so many ways that this situation could have not gotten out of hand. It's ludicrous for me to even try to explain it. How, so you make a good point. How does he get the taser? How the fuck did he get the goddamn taser? Like, well, it's, it's, like, not, it's not a secret. They sit in the holster. There's a little snap. You pop the snap off. That's probably what happened is they, whatever they were going to do, they readied their tasers, i.e. popped the security strap that keeps it in place. Right. 
Okay, so well, the question is: it falls out, was, he grabs it. Who knows? Was the guy? Was the guy? Were they wrestling around? He got his hand on it. Do you think it was a gun? Do you think it was a taser? Do you know what he was doing? And then he takes off running, right? Now, if, yeah. there's, if there's if there's one thing that anybody in this age should understand is that if you run from the cops, you're probably going to get shot. Slow down there. Um, I, because I'm, I'm pretty it, sure that's how that works. No, in my youth, I ran from the cops lots of times, and no one shot at me. Um, well, so you don't. You didn't live in an urban area. No, I'm not pretty, black. Pretty that's, sure. That's what it pretty, sure you, pretty sure you go a run and you get shot. Okay, listen to this story that I heard on the daily last week. It was this kid talking about his life when he was 12. Okay, mm-hmm. and he's playing basketball. From where? With his friends. I don't know. Some city. Pick a city. Any fucking okay. city. So urban he's playing area. basketball. It with, sh- sure, it shouldn't matter. But he's playing basketball somewhere with his friends. It's, it's a nice part of town. No, nothing dangerous. He's playing basketball. And the sun goes down, but there's a street lamp. And, and they're just finishing up their game. And they're pretty much done. And a cop car pulls up you know, out, out in the street and stops and shines light over at him. And all the kids scatter. They all run. And right. the cops fucking chase him. And when the cop caught him, one, the one kid, and he's 12, he's fucking 12, the cop's like, why'd you run? And he's like, um, I, I was just taught that, you know, you should stay away from police because they might try to kill you because mm-hmm. I'm black. Like, and the cop, like, couldn't fathom that, that that's why the kids were running, Jason. And that's why the kids were running. <laughs> That's why they were running, okay? They hadn't done anything wrong. They were playing basketball. So they were, and, taught, and in, they were taught to fear and run from the police. Yes, because the police That's murder people who look like them. The police murder people who look like them. That's the reality of the situation, but, right? But, you, but you, um, see, you see the feedback loop, though, right? Um, yes, no, of course. Of course I fucking do, okay? Of course I fucking do. But you know what that cop fucking said to him? You better get your N-word ass home. <laughs> white cop white cop so that that's another feedback loop isn't it because what he was saying yeah. was i will kill you because you're nothing to me right so look this problem is deep-seated as i said before and i can't Bust imagine what it must be like i can't Bust imagine I mean, would, would that help yes yes but is there deep-seated racism uh, throughout our country Yes. Is there racism within the criminal justice system? Is there racism within the criminal justice system? Yes. I don't know. Yes, the, the stats support it. It's there. I don't, I don't buy. I don't buy that the country is racist across the board. I don't buy it. I, no, not across the board, but in, it's in there. Ur- in urban in urban areas. Yeah, I agree. I think all urban areas are beset <laughs> with that kind of systemic racism that you see talked about in the news. I wholeheartedly Dude, agree with that. Jesus, I have aunts and uncles who said uh, uh, Obama was an Islamic radical because he was black. Okay? Their racism is all around you. Okay? There are just different degrees of it. But it's not in power. See, no, this is, this no, is, that's not power. No, and, no, and no. Maybe, and maybe that's probably the biggest thing, is that is the systemic racism in power or not in power? Because no one cares about their, you know, stupid old relative who's got notions from forever ago and has no fucking clue. But yeah. 
I mean, if they make me shake my head. But if, that, if that stupid old relative was on a city a council, yeah, then then we got some fucking problems. That's so that, why the police force is the problem, Jason, because that's, that's, the, that's, first, what I see. that's the lowest level, right? So the lowest level where a, a racist intolerant prick can suddenly get power and the power to kill is the police officer, right? And there are many, many, many departments in, in the country, and in every single one of those departments, you probably got one of them, right, at least, because we need cops, <laughs> right? And there, there's still enough of this, you know, this sort of – Fear of the other, man. It's still there. And, and it's been there for a long Where time. Where does it come from? It's, Who's yeah, fucking it's a, teaching it? Who's fucking teaching it? I mean, it's, it's, I think it's a it's heritage like, thing. I think it's, it's passed like you, down. But it's not like it was in the schools like we were when it was when I was a kid. I mean, that shit's that time's fucking gone. gone. It is that's, and it isn't. Fucking time's it is. gone. No, it is and it isn't, right? Did you know uh, the Texas school board wants to write out the civil rights movement in slavery? They want to take that shit oh, out of the history books. They want to take it out of history books, Jason. Now, it's not overtly racist, but it is, right? I mean, the end goal so, of that is to say slavery didn't happen. So that's a perfect example of stupid people being stupid. Because if they were fucking smart and they actually wanted to achieve their goals instead of just fucking virtue signaling to fucking Nazis and white nationalists, because that's what that shit is. You know what they would simply do is they would make sure that the curriculum didn't get done in a fast enough manner so those were never covered. I mean, that works too. (laughs) That's why we don't talk about Nam. Um, (laughs) And that's what I'm saying, though. So this is how you know these people are fucking absolutely dumb. And they're just fucking making mouth noises yeah, to keep, I mean, their, keep, keep, their, keep getting elected, keep virtue signaling, keep dude, giving their fucking money. You just described like 90% of the Republicans I know. But that doesn't change the fact that they don't exist or that they don't have power, right? Because the, the Texas school board, they order the vast amount of textbooks every year in, in the United States. So then the other schools either buy that textbook too because it's the cheapest and it's the only one they can afford – or they go with a different one that's more expensive, that's more accurate. And before you say, oh, well, see, that's not being taught in schools anymore. Jason, uh, what big well, protest I movements... Was actually, I was actually talking about the teachers. I wasn't talking about the curriculum, but... <laughs> that's fine. All right. what, what protest movement sparked the civil rights movement? Do you know where it was and what, where it happened? Because you like, had a good, good education, right? I mean, you went to, whatever to high school, off. right? Yeah, what lit uh, it off? Dude, we didn't we never got to that. We got to the Kennedy assassination, I think, maybe. Okay. When when was Kennedy? We did what World War II. Kennedy was sixty two. We did World War okay. II. No, we did, we didn't. Fun. Wait, wait, yeah, we didn't. We, 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 never, we never we never even made it to the Korean War. Great. All right. So you did World War II. In nineteen yeah. fucking seventeen in East St. Louis, there was a massive riot and protest movement that sparked the civil rights movement in America. And nobody oh, taught you that. No, nobody taught you that shit in high school, right? That's no, not in your history only, books. The only thing anybody ever learned is Abe Lincoln freed the slaves, right? Right? Or you know, MLK, you know, died to try to you know promote uh, you know ending poverty, right? Like, so again, it's not overtly racist, right? But it's the history that we tell. It's the way that we teach, right? And then it's the way that we're segregated. 
right? Anyway, it's it's there, right? It is for why, I don't know. It's the fear of the other. It's tribalism. It's it's in our instincts probably. It goes all the way back, right? It's uh yeah, you know, feeling like you're surrounded like people that are like you. Right? But that's, but that's it's garbage because we're surrounded by all people all the time now. Yes. It's a totally garbage. It's it's an instinct. The people who are given into it are being animalistic, right? Um, and yet, it's also, I mean, it's also part of your DNA, right? It's totally logical for you to have some sort of fear of someone or something that's different from you, right? The What makes you human, though, in an in, in intellect, right, is that you should be able to use your brain power to overcome that shit. Right. You should be able to analyze the situation and go, oh, just, you know, that Asian American person isn't out to get me. Right? They just are slightly different than me, but they're human. Right? Like You're supposed to be able to reason that shit out. Um, but there, there's something about fear. Right. And the Republican Party has really capitalized on preying on fear. Right. And that's why I think you're seeing the rise of white nationalism, um, just being vocal, not necessarily rising more than that, but being loud, right? On the internet, especially a place where it's very safe for them to be loud, right? But don't um, both parties actually prey on fear? The, the Republican Party historically preys on fear, I think, more than the Democratic Party. So give me an example recently when the Democratic Party was preying on fear. Um, the whole like... Well, I don't know if it's a Democratic Party, but you had the whole rise of like safe spaces and things like that, right? The fear that you might hear something that makes you feel uncomfortable or it hurts your feelings or things like that, right? So we need to just okay. so, destroy all that, right? No, dude. So look, really? that's a completely different kind of fear than what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is baby Bush getting us to sign off on the Patriot and we're going to war against all the Iraqi people because fear. Because you're not safe. Because terrorists are going to fucking bomb your small town. That's the fear the Republican Party is swinging. So don't tell me this fucking hippie tree-hugging bullshit. That's not fear. That's nonsense. Like, that's, that's PC bullshit. So, look, you can uh, say no, that the liberals are they're firing, they're firing people and trying to write laws on it. That's a power. Is it killing people with a gun? Okay, then it's different, right? Ooh. Come on, man. Come on. The, hey. One of these is fear-mongering, and the other one might be pandering or virtue-singling or being way too fucking PC. We can totally have that debate. Well, but one, I'll, one I'll of those it, is fear-mongering. I'll, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. <clears throat> the Republican Party isn't doing anything but pandering because all the fucking people who believe that shit, the only thing they're going to fucking do when, you know whatever kind of insane race riots they think or race wars are going to happen is they're going to fucking keel over trying to run down their <laughs> stairs to their basement to get open up their fucking chest of a bajillion guns because they're super fucking obese and way out of shape. That, okay. that may very well be. That may very, Again, I think it's a lot of noise on the internet, right? I think that's what it comes down to. But it does lead to things like what happened in Charleston where you have enough young idiots young white male idiots what what is it we were calling them unmarried white men um what was it there's an acronym for them um and and they're being stupid and you know people die not a lot but i just i just want to know 
I want to know what dumb motherfucker is still talking about fucking Ku Klux Klan shit to young people. I just, I don't, I don't fucking get it. I don't understand what the, I just, it boggles my mind that there are people out there, young people who are going, yeah, that white nationalist shit. That sounds good. I think I'm going to get some of that. I just, I, with, I just, I don't, I don't, I can't, I, I, it's they're not approaching it that way, right? So they're no longer coming my, up to you and I being like, my head around it. join the clan so our, our women don't get raped. Like, they're not doing that shit anymore because uh, a 18 year old. They are the, because they're, no. that's, that's one of the things. Like, well, no, we, man. Need to, we need white, white now. We need to make sure that no one's taking our women and blah, blah, blah. Da, no. da, da, right? no. Isn't so that, see, I thought that, that was in the 50s. Deal. That shit worked in the fifties. No, fuck no. So today well, they they've, com- they, they've changed their marketing tactics. Okay, so today and and look, you can hear it in Trump's rhetoric. So brace yourself for how I'm going to explain this. All right, um, today their spiel is they're taking our jobs, Jason, and by they, I mean anybody not like you. Anybody who's not from here, their spiel is you shouldn't be an American if you don't have American blood in you, right? These, this is the way that a white nationalist speaks today. It's incre- it doesn't make any fucking sense. I actually had an argument <coughs> with a student of mine <coughs> writing that kind of paper, all right? And he's regurgitating shit his racist dad is telling him, and his dad doesn't know he's racist, Jason. In fact, you'll have arguments with these people, and they'll be like, I ain't racist. I got black friends. I'm like, all the things that you've said to me in the last 50 minutes were racist. <laughs> like, like, you're racist. You're fucking totally racist. But they don't realize it. All right? Because they, yeah, I don't know, they, they like, yes, yes. It's like a cognitive dissonance, right? They don't want to believe that they're racist, but they are, right? Um, incredibly, right? So I had an argument with this kid because I'm like, dude, you don't have American blood in you then, man. Like, you're not pure blood American. And, uh, and he's writing this paper about how he doesn't want any illegal immigrants here. And I'm like, by the thing you're saying, which is that if being born here is enough, you have to be from here. You're not from here. Go the fuck back to Europe. That's what I ended up telling him. As I said, you don't got enough Indian blood in you. I can tell just by looking at you. So you got to go back home. Sorry. That's pretty racist, Dan. I thought it was. Yeah. Well, all I was doing was taking his argument saying this is how it would be then. Uh, you don't look Indian. That, right? I, I, hope you, I hope you get this shit because I'm less than a, a 16th or whatever fucking Indian, so I don't get to stay either. Right? Like, Anyway, it's that's what they're spilling. They're spilling, Jason. It's largely economic, right? Um, yeah, the and drugs, those, those, people, those people don't want the jobs that supposedly the immigrants are taking from them. No, of course they fucking don't. It's like picking fruit. Nobody wants those fucking jobs, right? So that's why that argument is stupid. It it doesn't exist. And, you know, illegal immigrants aren't coming to this country and stealing your cushy office job. They're not stealing forty dollar an hour union gigs at the factory line. No, because they need Are documentation sure? to get those. Absolutely, sure? right? Because you need a social security card probably to get that shit. Like, because the un- wait, no, 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 wait, hold on. Because the unions are racist. Yeah. Oh, I should have made that argument. Um, like, and, and so that's how the white nationalists are making their arguments today. And so that's fucking they're nuts. saying things like uh, Antifa is, is. That's even that's even fucking crazier than they're stealing our women. 
It's like, yes, but for some reason it resonates, right? Um, just like the war on drugs, man. And, you know, we were kind of harping on that before. So your image of, of the, of a drug user, you know, running kids down, uh, you know, in, in the playground and, and, and did that ever happen? Uh, prob probably, right? PCP is pretty person, fucked up, bro. Yeah. Yes. PCP would make you do fucked up things, but like the average pothead wasn't doing anything but eating Cheetos. Right. Um, <laughs> right. And the pot was super, Super demonized, right, by uh, the war on drugs, by Nixon, by Reagan, right? And why? I mean, the Sir, Nixon we, regime. We can't get these fingerprints. There's too much Cheeto dust. Yeah, there's too much. Well, what's he guilty of? Well, he shoplifted some Cheetos. He was smoking the reefer <laughs> and eating some Cheetos. That's right. Smoked the reefer and ate some Cheetos and watched South Park. Um, fucking devil's cabbage. He watched the same episode over seven times. He was still laughing the seventh time. Um, anyway, like, so the, the problem there um, is that the war on drugs, you know, then targeted that weed was the gateway drug. Well, it was all racist, man. Um, and the African-American community was largely fine with weed. Right. Um, and so that was their way of targeting African-American people. That was it. Right. And Nixon's like advisors have come out since and said that. So white nationalism in our country masks itself behind different terminology and different symbols. Dude, you I, you probably don't want to. It might not be a rabbit hole you want to go down too far because there's all sorts of weird symbols that they use to like signify that they're one. We're one of us. Right. Um, it's fucked. It's fucking sad. With plastic balls hanging off the trailer hitch? Sometimes it doesn't take that much. Right? Oh. Um, but the rebel flag could be just part ask, of it, right? That's, that's a very a overt one. This is perfect. But there are all sorts of weird, like, Aryan symbols, um, like the Iron Cross, for instance. Um, and there are other – there are companies that are trying to take that back. And I'm like, dude, you ain't taking that shit back. Like, like it's been gobbled up um, and used for – hateful reasons right um and so no it's still alive and well choppers. it's just hidden right but it's hidden in plain sight by people who won't ever do anything but are promoting the same kind of agendas and and why i don't i don't think logically there's any reason why i think it's all fear right I think it's all fear and it could be economic fear today versus in the past it was fear that uh, you know, you were going to lose your wife or some shit or get addicted to drugs or whatever, right? Um, but today, I think it's economic. It's an economic fear. And it's because so many of us are poor and living off the same paycheck and, you know, day to day. And and there's a constant anxiety, I think, that, you know, you could lose your job. And this whole pandemic has proven just how easy that shit is. Um, mm -hmm. no, no doubt, right? But un unfortunately, it's there. Good on Facebook for taking down the posts. I heard a lot of um, there was a lot of chatter about white nationalists trying to promote violence at these rallies. There was a lot of chatter about white nationalists going to cities to loot um, and then kind of blaming it on the protest movement. Oh, that's um, fucking phenomenal. Which then makes I mean, it, what it says is it destroys it all, right? Because it make, makes you go. It lets the other white nationalists say, "Well, these black people are just destroying their own town." <laughs> And then the irony of all irony is that a lot of it is, you know, people counter to the movement, trying to disgrace the movement and then make a quick buck at the same time. Right. Um, it's fucked. It's sad. Uh, it's also not the first time in Ferguson. There were people from out of state looting. 
So it's this isn't a new thing. I'm sure it's been going on for some time. And sometimes it's people wittingly doing it. But a lot of times, Jason, it's just somebody whispering in your ear at the right moment. Right? <laughs> so right now, you, you've got no job. You're laid off. Boy, you really hate black people. You know what you should do? <laughs> you should go loot. Right. Um, and, you know, why wouldn't you? It wouldn't be that hard. Right. To persuade someone to maybe do something crazy. Um, and, and that's our world. That's where we are. Um, and Trump has just made it more prevalent because he's so overtly often racist um, and xenophobic. Right. Um, and against anyone who doesn't look like him, except for, you know, um, his. Uh, um, trophy wife who can totally look however she wants as long as she's like a supermodel because <clears throat> you know her parents are illegal immigrants right and they they got here illegally basically and uh and have now since been naturalized so they're the american uh dream and and you know hey man i'm not against that you know you know that kid that i was telling you about who wrote that paper and i had an argument with him mm-hmm. he wrote that whole damn thing and what I asked him to do, and, and good on him, he didn't have to. I said, I'm, if I were you, I'd, you know, <laughs> I'd try again. <laughs> but I'm like, you do whatever you want. Right? Um, but, but what I want you to do before you do anything is go do some research. Because this big thing was, well, can't they just come here legally? And I said, well, why don't you go look into that? How hard is that? Could you do yeah. it? Could you afford to come here legally? if you weren't born here. And he went and did that research and found that it costs somewhere to p- between five and 10 grand for one person to legally get in here. And there's a bunch of fucking hoops to jump through along the way. <laughs> and at the end of it, he was like, never mind. <laughs> like, because I, I'm fucking right. Like, I'm fucking right. It's very, very hard to get into our country legally. And if you're coming here to pick fucking apples for $3 an hour, you can't afford that shit. Like, it's just not, that's not the case. <laughs> it's not going to fucking happen, man. Um, anyway, so, so good on Facebook. Quickly, quick comments on Antifa. Antifa mm-hmm. basically doesn't exist. It's basically not a thing. Like, uh, like remember Anonymous? Mm-hmm. That, that's Antifa, right? It's like a bunch of people online who are, are saying semi-political things, but largely not doing anything. I saw an interview, for instance, with some Antifa person um, from uh, Seattle, and it was like a college-age girl with, like, glasses and a uh, fucking cardigan, Okay. Like she's not, she's not like throwing any Molotov cocktails. Okay, that's pretty sexist, Dan. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> right? Like there was nothing violent about this woman. She, she got out like her brass knuckles and was like, "Yeah, I got brass knuckles just in case." And like their, their philosophy is mine. My philosophy is Antifa. Okay, it's that if somebody hits you, you hit them back. <laughs> That's the philosophy, okay? So how does smashing up how does smashing up business windows? I don't think they are. I don't believe that they are. Like, and if they are, it's probably the same mob mentality bullshit. They were filming that shit in Seattle, and they were just busting up banks and Starbucks and all kinds of shit. 
I mean, hey, I don't back know. In the, back real? in the day, it... uh, who knows? Who knows? Back in the day, a lot of anarchist movements were all about that, right? And we've since come around and said Starbucks is a pretty good organization. We try to say it regularly on the show. We try to say it. They treat their employees right. Um, but uh, it, it's really good coffee. I mean, let's just let's just get that out there. Um, not good for you. Um, you know, those sugary drinks they'll kill you in the long run. But but anyway, um, I I don't know if those videos. Are true i don't know look you get enough people in one place and one person starts throwing bricks and people start throwing bricks okay um but the reality is there is no central leadership in antifa at all um and so to say that they're doing a bunch of crazy shit it sounds like bullshit secondly this is all trump and you guys have to always see how it comes back to trump antifa wasn't a thing wasn't a thing wasn't a thing trump said something about antifa during um charleston now it's a thing. Then he recently labeled Antifa the reason for all the riots in Minneapolis before anything else was going down and said he was going to label them a terrorist organization. Now I've got conservative friends who are telling me how horrible Antifa is. And when I ask them for, for why, like what's their example, they say, well, Trump labeled them a terrorist organization. But Trump says all sorts of made-up fucking bullshit. He said <laughs> that that one fucking storm was going to hit fucking Arkansas when it was going the other fucking way, and the meteorologist had to, like, try not to show him up. He says whatever the fuck he wants. Follow-up, read a little article. Guess what he can't do? Label any domestic organization a terrorist organization. So, yeah, all of that's bullshit. He has no evidence, and he can't legally even do it. It's all nonsense. I, I really don't believe that Antifa has that, has that kind of organization skills. Um, and, and you know what? If they don't have those kinds of organization skills, they're doing it right. I do a whole lecture series in one of my classes, Jason, about the reason why MLK went down. Okay? Because you know your government and mine wanted him taken down, right? I'm not going to say they did it. But they wanted him down. They wanted him dead. Okay? And why? Well, the civil rights movement was a brilliant, very strong hierarchical structure. It was, uh, you know, it had a chain of command. They had everything set up. They knew how they were going to do boy bus boycotts, how they were going to transport people to D.C. to do marches. It was very well organized. There's only one flaw in a highly hierarchical organization like that. You got to have somebody at the top. And if that person's calling the shots and running the show and they're the big public speaker, if you can take that fucker out, you win. And then they took that fucker out, didn't they? So what I try to yeah. teach all my students is, is if you want to be for political change, don't stick your fucking neck out there. You need to be a part of a group that is rhizomatic, a network, not a hierarchy. Hierarchies get their heads chopped off. Okay, and then they go down in a ball of flames. Civil rights movement made it a ways before they decapitated it, right? But it's still fighting today, isn't it? And why? It was a hierarchy, and people who didn't want it going down saw a very easy and obvious flaw in the structure, right? If you aren't organized, if you're a bunch of individual cells, and this is where it starts to sound like a terrorist organization, right? Um, and then if they take out one of you or one cell, one group of you, the rest of the cells are still out there, disconnected, able to continue going on however they want. They don't need central leadership. 
All they have is a message and an ideology. And the ideology of Antifa is fascist fucking pricks suck ass. Personally, I'm down. Makes sense to me. I mean, I think they're right. <laughs> Fascism blows. I don't like it. So, it's a rhizome. It's a network. It isn't a hierarchy. Therefore, they're not organized. They can't do anything major, and they certainly couldn't organize a bunch of things going on across the country at once. Could they all spontaneously kick off at the same time? Sure. <laughs> of course they could. Could Antifa be involved in, in each and every protest or riot? Sure. But it's not organized like that. Right? It's just happening. Right? Hmm. Cool. You, you want to start a rise home? No. So, no. Fa- good Don't job, Facebook. Um, <laughs> Facebook, fuck them. Like, too, too little too late in my, in my mind. You know? So, you think this uh, group's lawsuit on the uh, executive order for social media, you think that's going through or that's just going to get shot down? I'm, it, it depends on what judge they get. Mm. Um. Right, which is sad. I mean, it's very what what the article says. So this is about tech groups like Twitter and Facebook are fighting back against Trump, trying to take apart uh, Section Two Thirty, right? Um, which is kind of the one that protects social media and makes them the internet kind of more free and open by saying that a website is more of a platform than a publisher. Um, but the, there are still rules about moderation. Yada yada yada. We talked about all this before, um, and so Trump's going after that. And what Twitter in this group is saying is that it's retaliatory, and it is. <laughs> like, it fucking obviously is. Like, like, Trump wasn't doing shit about this, and then Twitter put a little note on one of his tweets saying, eh, this might not be 100% factual what he said right here. Like, and now he suddenly wants to take down Section 230. Um, so if they get a judge who has a clear conscience and isn't a total fucktwad uh, to the conservative party, then yeah, this they'll win that case. Right. Um, but um, I mean, Trump's been nominating a lot of judges, Jason, how about that? Does that answer your question? Um, uh, my fear is that if that while Trump's throwing a little hissy fit, cause Twitter's censoring me, <laughs> this could spiral the fuck out of control and we could lose our democratic internet. Right. So, guys out there, if you're nervous about that, go support uh, the EFF, the Electronic uh, Frontier Foundation. Fuck, I should know that. I always do that. The EFF, Um, because they're fighting to keep the Internet free and open. Um, So go go donate to them or something if you got the funds. Um, But yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think that it's going to go anywhere? No, I think it's just a fucking it's a soft to look like they're doing something i hope they win i hope they i mean they've got enough money <laughs> as we've been talking before and well, it's the electronic might. frontier foundation eff.org go go uh, throw some money at them they got a um, patreon and an indiegogo <laughs> i don't actually know um um for, for the twitter thing i mean they've got that's a whole department of lawyers that they I don't know how long they've had, probably for a while, who probably lobby for them and, and do lawsuits on behalf of them. And you know who's behind them is Microsoft, Google, Facebook, uh, and Twitter, and I think a few others. So, I mean, uh, if, you, if you got Bezos involved, you had basically the internet. <laughs> so, 
multiple second in it. Um, I mean, I, I think they've got a chance. I mean, I think logically they have an argument. Um, yeah. Secondly, they, as we said before, they didn't censor Trump. They just put it. Um, anyway, I was just saying, that if anything, they'll be able to show that they've taken it easy on Trump because they've banned other people for much less um, in the past, and they haven't you know, banned him. And he said some pretty terrible stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> in, including quite possibly inciting riots, which is something we, we've we've said before, you know, can get you in trouble. Something I should probably watch out about, especially if we go live. So, but no, I mean, I, I think that's a great a great uh, debate to have, and it's it's so hard because you know I hate social media, right? But it's I want free speech, but I don't want hate speech. And I hate social media, but I want, I'm, I'm willing to fight for their right to exist. How about that? <laughs> Zero conflict. <laughs> yeah, there's no contradictions in that whatsoever. And, you know, that's the beauty of us, though, right? Like, we can, we can disagree, and then we can also lay out, like, how it's incredibly gray, right? Um, like, it's incredibly gray. Nothing is black well, and white or simple, right? I think you have to acknowledge that before you can really like move forward i mean like it's it's impossible especially these days to have just some sort of like stellar one way type thing it's just it's i guess it's uh maybe we're just recognizing the nuance of existence how about that i love that that's great that's a great way to put it dude that's great yeah right. i had one of my students say that that's just postmodernism, man and i went there's an argument to be made there. <laughs> so, anyway, um, this kind of spills into maybe the next point. Are, are we are we running late on time? Are we good? No. Well, let's let's bang these last ones out, and we'll get to the catastrophe of live streaming. <laughs> um. So, oh yeah, my so, god. Uh, obviously, we've been, a lot of the things here that we've been talking about um, in a roundabout way are uh, monetarily. Uh, involved, if not directly motivated. So, uh, uh-huh. just, there's some there's some business updates where, you know, we actually had the latest economy data seems to indicate we entered a recession in February, which is crazy because that was technically pre-COVID, at least in America's response. So that's pretty interesting. But then at the same time, uh, our labor market went the correct way to, you know, start getting people back to work in May. So, which is weird because, you know, for the longest couple weeks of articles I've been reading is like, we're fucked. 2021 (laughs) is when people get jobs again. Just like all kinds of horrible, awful shit. So I don't know if it's, maybe this is sort of like the thing where the economy is not what everybody thinks it is. And it's a little bit harder to predict than we like to pretend it is because dude, for this, sure. <laughs> this shit, this shit just, it, you read these articles and then you read the next article and it's just, I don't know. It's scary that we have people. I don't, I don't think charge. <laughs> well, And that's the scary thing, right? Like <laughs> the banks right? and people look to the fed and the fed mm-hmm. obviously is, you know, they're just making it up along the way. Yes. 
are, are reacting to the markets, right? Like, well, oh. we, we announced today we're going to keep the interest rates at zero. Um, why? Well, the markets look like shit. <laughs> and you're yeah, like, so okay, is there, um, is there more, like, was there more logic behind that? Um, no, nope, that was it. That's, uh, in fact, hang on. We have a follow-up statement. <clears throat> We've never done this before, uh, but things look so much like shit right now that we've decided to announce that the next time we're going to make an announcement, we're killing them at zero two. <laughs> and that's actually what they fucking said, Jason. That's what they did <laughs> the last time they came out. Um, and, and apparently they've never made a prediction about their next announcement. And they wanted the markets to know, hey, nothing's changing. Fuck <laughs> yeah. It's, it's yes. And so, I mean, I think that really points out kind of the fiat uh, currency situation of our, our lives, right? That, that money really is just a made up number. Um, and the economy is this huge fucked up balancing act of numbers. Uh, and yeah, I don't think anyone really has a good grasp on it. We, we like to think we do. Um, and, and occasionally you can get insights on it. Right. Um, it may be capitalized on it, like throw money in the right place to, to make some money. Um, but it's too big, I think, for any one human being to completely understand. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, th I think you're spot on. In fact, I think there's a quote in this one article that, that you shared on here that kind of said just that, like, well, the economy's a big thing and it's crazy. And, and he was reacting to what, what you were just talking about. The jobs actually went up in, in May. They thought jobs were going to drop by like, what, six, six million mm -hmm. more jobs lost. And we actually had a two million gain from the previous month, which, which really means still a loss because we were down so many, right? Yeah. It was important because then Trump got to come out and be like, look at this huge job scare. Oh, my God, we're amazing. And, um, and this article explains this nicely, too, because at first I was like, that is shocking. And then I started thinking about it. Um, I mean, what started happening in, towards the end of May? I mean, a lot of um, your fast food, a lot of your restaurants started reopening. And if you were in some states, they reopened completely. Because apparently we're a really, really dumb country full of really, really dumb people. Um, in other states, they were just doing half capacity or outdoor seating also, which is also dumb. It makes no damn sense because catch this. The coronavirus can spread to you inside a building or outside. Um, just so you know, in case people are like, well, yeah, if you're outside, you're safe. No, idiots. Um, that, that doesn't have anything to do with it, right? Um, anyway, so that, so... Two million job gains in May. Guess how many of them were in the restaurant in industry? Did Did you read the whole article? No, I didn't actually get through all of it. One point five million of them were in the restaurant industry. Nice. So that's where it's from, man. You start opening up the country again, and what's the first thing that we started kind of opening up? Restaurants. Because they were all going to go under if we didn't start doing more than just takeout. So all the wait staff that they used to have starts coming back. All the extra cooks that they needed start coming back. Bartenders start coming back, right? Um, busboys. Thank God, right? Um, can you say busboy anymore? Is that okay? Is that sexist? Um. So, what would you call them? Uh, Bus people. Plate, plate and Sounds utensil. Wrong. Plate and utensil uh, chaperone. Table clearer. I like the chaperone. Let's go with that. Um, <laughs> Table <laughs> anyway, chaperone. So that's where your big gains in the jobs market were in May. That's why there's no 
Like that wasn't an amazing turnaround. It was clear and obvious once you looked at the data why it happened. Um, my my fear is that we won't see a lot more. Um, you know, it, by the time we reach the end of June, um, which which brings me to this shocker. Um, guess who just got half laid off from his marketing gig? No, this guy starting this week. I'm down to oh. half hours. Um, and it was, it's kind of the same situation as this economics thing. Like we're not hurting ish yet, but it looks like we could be. <laughs> like, and the fear is that our demographic we're trying to hit um, is partially laid off and they're about to maybe run out of their unemployment funds or what have you and that sales are about to take a big dip and it might not man i might do one or two weeks on half and then come right back um but they're being cautious and that's smart and if you want to you want your business to survive you got to do that um but but that sucks um and Maybe even maybe in our in our after hours, if we, when we go live, we can talk a little bit about the pressures of that. Like, like because you've been there and I'm there now, mm-hmm. and I think about how my opinion immediately shifts about everything the second that it starts affecting my pocketbook. Um, so that that might be a fun a fun follow up for us. But I, I don't want to dive too far into it now. I'm fine, by the way. Um, I'm uh, just for the record for everybody at home. I'm now back to being just as poor. As I would be normally as an adjunct professor, <laughs> which is poverty level money without my wife, y'all. But you know, it's about it's about twenty k ish a year. Um, but I, I'll get through the summer, um, to, just like I always do, uh, by buying cheaper beer um, <laughs> and cooking at home more often. How about that? <laughs> hey, that's not bad. Though. That's good stuff. Anyway, so that was interesting about the the business market. Um, and, and yeah, no, I, don't, I don't know and, about the recession. I don't fucking know. That's that's interesting, right? Yeah, it almost feels like they were trying to be like, oh, what was going to happen anyways? I don't know. It just it it seems really weird that I don't know. I guess I guess the better question is, what would have happened if Corona hadn't happened? Would we have actually I don't had think, one? Would it have been? I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't think we would have, right? Because this seems forced. I mean, this this isn't a recession like the Great Depression, or or even even the recession in what was it the the two thousands where the banks all blew up and did stupid shit, right? This is yeah. we had to shut down because there was a healthcare issue, right? Um, I don't I don't think it would have happened without it. Um, but what do I know? I'm not a economics guy <laughs> but that's my take uh, but yeah, it does seem kind of weird that they're saying february right um mm-hmm. but maybe the it maybe it was because you know what it was jason here's what it was people started rich people who had republican ties were getting tip-offs to pull their money out of the stock market um oh, in february so that's what it was that was the start of it because that's what they're, they're looking at gdp right and so yeah. that would be the, the beginning of the dip uh, yeah that, that's it Anyway, see, I answered. I answered the great mystery, um, and you know who I want prosecuted? All those fuckers um, who were tipping people off to what was coming while they weren't taking action. But we've mm-hmm. gone down that road before. <laughs> so, should we talk about how much Biden's going to lose? I don't know. He's now your fucking Democratic nominee. Oh my God! Is is Joe Biden officially the Democratic nominee for the? Democratic Party. Yeah, in, like, in case you in case you didn't catch that or realize that that was the only thing that was ever gonna fucking happen. Yes, officially, right. officially official. How do you feel about that one? 
I feel <laughs> as bad as I did when Bernie dropped out back in March or wherever. Um, here's the better question for you. Coronavirus doesn't happen. Does Bernie drop out that early? I think not. Mm, right? think but the, I think he keeps fighting because Bernie draws big crowds of impassioned young people. Right. And then they try to spread the message. Right. But when you can't do that and he tried to do some online stuff and he did pretty well with it, in my opinion, but it's not the same. You know, you're not there telling, you know, people about how you saw Bernie Sanders in person and it was such a moving speech and he had all these celebrities with him or whatever. Um, it's not like that. Right. Um, it's different when it's online and it's him and his like marketing person talking to you um, on Twitch. Um I mean, I don't know. I was shocked whenever you dropped out. Um, but I, my father made a pretty good point, I think, on this one. And that was, uh, you know, what? why did Biden surge in the polls so much? Um, well, there were like seven centrist candidates, um, and Biden was one of them, and they were all shit, and Biden wasn't the best one. And then Bernie started picking up steam, and the other six dropped out. So Biden got all of the centrist votes. And I'm like, all right, you're not wrong. And then once you look at it that way, the centrist vote is apparently like 60%, and the radical vote is something like 30%, and then there's 10% in the middle. It's just like, we don't fucking care. Um, are, are we registered Democrats, I guess? Um, and yeah, and so we get stuck with fucking milk toast uh, Joe Biden, um, who might, I mean, he could win, but I think he could very easily lose, uh, and they've backed the wrong horse which is about par for the course with the Democratic Party, right? I mean, they didn't want to go with Obama back when he won, right, the first time. So, yeah, it seems like the Democratic Party repeatedly picks the wrong person. So if I could give any advice to the Democratic Party, it would be listen to the people. <laughs> Start being Democratic. Stop picking the winners before the race begins. Um, we can't have that. You know, so there was an article. Oh, there was an article written about who the Democratic nominee was going to be, Jason, um, back last spring, before Biden even announced. That said Biden. No way, that's fucked up. Yeah, and I remember reading it, going, I mean, he's probably going to announce. He he only didn't last time because of Hillary. He's probably going to announce, but I remember going like. Seems kind of weird, like, because, like, why would you say that? Like, why would you look at the field of everyone who's already announced and say the Democratic Party is going to pick Biden when he hasn't? Um, and that's why, because they knew they were going to pick him all along, right? I mean, I still think that it's incredibly fishy when all of the centrist, uh, you know, other candidates drop out at the same time, right? Um, <laughs> right. And I think we should be skeptical of that. And you can tell me I'm putting on my tinfoil hat or I'm being just as bad as the other conspiracy theorists, and that's fine, right? But I, I would have rather see Buttigieg put up a fight. He won Iowa or tied it with Bernie at the very least. Um, I, I think he'd probably have a better chance going up against Trump than Biden would. I'm afraid Biden's going to, like, like drop a racial slur on, on live television or something. <laughs> I mean, or, or at the very least, sound like a buffoon, which he does every fucking time he talks. So, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd rather see a Buttigieg. Um, but whatever. Um, anyway, <laughs> next topic. No, oh, just just to finish to that is, 
it was pretty crazy that uh, good old Colin Powell decides to go for Biden. Good for him, you know. That's, uh, if if there was one person that I think in the last thirty some years of Washington and politics that should have ran for president, uh-huh. I would I would thought Colin Powell would have been made an excellent excellent candidate. I think he certainly could have won, you know. Um, I would hope so. Yeah, and and I'm glad that I mean he has a soul, you know, unlike a lot of uh, conservative politicians apparently, um, because he he feels like he has to stand up and say, "I didn't vote for him last time, I won't vote for him this time." <laughs> like he's an asset. <laughs> like thank you, uh, thank you, Mister Powell, for saying ev- the truth than what everyone should be thinking and seeing. And yet I see people who are zealots about supporting Trump um, and believe everything that Trump says. And, and then Lindsey fucking Graham, talk about fucking sellouts, right? Like our Mitch McConnell, who weren't really on Trump's side until they had to be, right? Like talk about not having conviction, right? This man doesn't stand for any of the things that you purport to stand for, right? So you either also don't stand for anything or here's your chance. And apparently they chose, we also don't stand for anything. Um, and I wish the American public would see that, that the Republican Party stands for nothing. Um, and they need a complete restructuring. And the irony is that they won and, and need a complete restructuring, right? I'm, I still think they're, they're pretty fucked. Um, and, and not necessarily because they can't win things, but because how is their image going to recover from this shit? I don't know. I do not know. Train wreck, dude. Fucking train wreck. But yeah, good, good on pal. And a few, there are a few other people who stood up and, and said something. What is Mikowski stood up and said something? Mitt Romney's been kind of chomping at the bit to say something negative um, about Trump. And I, I wish he'd just come and come fucking out with it. Um, it's just so sad that they're all so afraid of his base. And that the base is so full of, like, it's so zealot-based, right? That they mm-hmm. won't listen to reason or actually pay any fucking attention to what he's doing or saying. Um, like, I, I, really, I really don't understand it. Because when I'm like, what is, like, what has Trump done for you? Like, they can't ever really come up with anything, right? Um and and like you said, the like we said before, the biggest thing that everyone turns to is the immigration issue, which isn't an issue. It's just not like there is no illegal immigrant crisis in America right now. <laughs> there may have been in the past, I don't know, but there's not one right now. Um, and uh, when Trump was running, and I don't know if this is true now, but when Trump was running, immigration from Mexico was almost dead nothing. <laughs> It was almost down to like statistically irrelevant numbers, um, and and yet people still believed that that was happening. Um, there there were people coming from from south of Mexico, uh, but but not from Mexico because Mexico's economy was turning up; it was doing well, and so people weren't fleeing from Mexico, <laughs> and yet people still buy that lie. Um, anyway, uh, thank you, Colin Powell. For for being honest with yourself and with the American people. Well, I think that does it then. I think that's pretty good. Mm-hmm.